This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hi, comics fans. I'm Sal. And I'm Judy. Welcome to Off the Rack, the comic book show where we take books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. Also, sometimes we'll talk about a comic book related movie or just a movie we saw that we think is really cool and we talk about it. Today, we are going to be talking about both comics and movies. I'm very excited about that. We're going to talk about Re- uh, Venom 2. I almost called it Return of Venom, which is actually a comic book, but no talking about let there be carnage coming up uh soon enough we're gonna be talking about that later on uh towards the end of the show we want to mention that this show is sponsored today by our friends over at comiXology you can click the link in the description below this video and in the chat right now to check them out uh if you are planning a visit to new york comic-con on saturday october 9th do not forget to check out legendary comic book creators scott snyder and greg capullo as they discuss their first creator owned title from Comicsology originals plus you get to celebrate yeah get ready to celebrate scott tober this october with three that's right not one not two but three different Scott Snyder debut titles coming to Comixology Unlimited. You can try a 30-day trial of Comixology Unlimited to get access to all these Scott Snyder titles and over 40,000 comics, graphic novels, and manga. Go to comicsology.com slash unlimited to get started today. Yay! And by the way, uh, you know, I got it, and I do use it, and it's actually worth it. So I say, check it out. Uh, I have 40,000 comics. I probably have like 20,000 <laughs> at this point over all the uh the books that we've been buying for this show you flexing no i'm i i'm i'm hyperbile i'm hyperbobolizing oh i'm roberberbling <laughs> it's only when ben's around that's right but uh also this this show is duly sponsored by viewers like you if you're watching the show you can watch us uh live right now over on youtube.com uh, and check out Comic Pop Returns. We're still working on that vanity URL. But in the meantime, uh, if you want to use a super chat, ask a question or comment, we'll mm-hmm. read it here on the program. Like these fine people are uh, today. Matthew Mosley says, love the new, t- new the new time. I can finally watch more often. By the way, best line in Venom 2, F this guy. Probably. <laughs> I know what they're talking about. That's right. I, I get that reference. <laughs> uh, fear and loathing in general. This felt like a 2000s version of a 90s comic. Fair review. Can't argue with that. That's fair. Comics Kings, happy Monday. What are your thoughts on the saga rumors? Haven't heard one yet, but in June of this year, uh, Brian K. Vaughn himself said that uh, saga will be returning. I did do a quick Google search. I found absolutely nothing about it. Uh, Also, I checked Brian K. Vaughn's personal information and I uh, didn't find anything there either. So uh, with that regard, I can say that we are excited for the rumor that saga is returning because that is what Brian K. Vaughn said as recently as June of this year. Hilarious. I put in Saga Rumor, and I was like, I probably should put a little more information. The first response was about a game I've played already. Hmm. Then the, and the, the sequel to it being shown at the Game Awards. Yeah. So that's not what I needed. Not what you needed. Not uh, what I needed. Brian Rollins, was I the only one who thought the actor portraying Mulligan was Donnie Wahlberg? The best part of the big reveal of Inferno might be Sinister's reaction. Well, we'll see what Tiffany thinks about that as we proceed further into this episode. Uh, I will say that I did think that the actor who did play uh, Mulligan was terrible. But we'll get into it. But we'll get into it. But I will say that guy was uh, was not great. We'll get into it. By the way, I saw a good morning from Japan. Oh, well, konnichiwa. I'd say Ohio. Ohio. (sighs) Let's jump into it. That's my flex. 
That's right. Yeah. It's not even a flex. No, that you sort of speak. I don't Japanese. speak any. I can say that. <laughs> I've done that. Uh, so let's jump into it. What are some books that came out this week that we think uh, what, what, what are, you are good? About? Obviously, I want to talk about Amazing Spider Man oh, number 74. I'm going to talk about Inferno with you. So please. Let's talk about this really quickly. Talk about Batman. I'm not, I'm not getting into this. Reptilian. I literally remembered that I had this sitting. I'm like, I don't even remember if this came out this week or it, not. It did. It came out this past week. Thank you. You got this for me? I did. Because we've been getting it all in uh, physicals. So. Thank you. Oh, my um, pleasure. Yeah, so I literally read it right before we, we came on here because I was like, oh, I didn't read this. Much like I didn't read Amazing Fantasy. So, Oh, that's right. Listen, I had my choice. It was this or that. And mm -hmm. I had, it was so Marvel heavy for me this week. And you were like, hey. That I was like, I'm going to read this. Um, This is so weird. Hard to believe. That's my review of this issue. So weird. Batman this Reptilian number four from Garth Ennis so and Liam Sharp. Weird it's been kind of would you say it's been weird or would you say it's been pretty no it's been you know standard no so no because the weirdness before was from the feel that i couldn't quite place which we then found out was that this was an older script that yes. was made now for a different artist right and it had a, a, that feel to it i couldn't you know i was like it's so weird because it feels like it's from this time period blah blah blah, blah. but like mm -hmm. turns out that's all fine no, no no now we're getting into like this is just a weird book right like, the story is just weird and it's supposed to be mm -hmm. um yeah i have no idea where this is going that's always a good sign i don't know what its message or point will end up being mm -hmm. if any i don't know if i recommend it or not at this point i couldn't tell you i will say on the back you know they always have like a quote from one of the characters in here yeah and the quote is it's possible you might actually be female batman that's what he says yes batman says that that's right um yeah we'll see i'm gonna keep going with this because i've already i'm, I'm, I'm you're here. already in it i'm in it i'm in it to win it i don't know what i'm gonna be winning yeah but i hope i'm not losing <laughs> well we're only losing whatever the cover price is for this book but no, it's you know it's, you know what though it's like it's 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 trip man mm -hmm. it's a trip all the way from the like sometimes spectacular art to the art where i'm like what what's even happening i don't know right that's where like sometimes i kind of wish i was looking at this digitally mm. because of like um brightness sure and such you can't brighten this and i can't zoom no but you know what you can although do. occasionally i don't know about you have you ever had that moment where you physically have something and you try to pinch yeah i try to do this it's happened to me before i wouldn't <laughs> say it's happened to me on a comic book it doesn't it, occasionally my brain's like do that and i'm like i can't i can't i can't enhance but if you want to read it digitally you can go to comicsology.com slash unlimited to get started today you sure could <laughs> and 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 this is quite the start here i oh yeah i literally don't know what to say about this book um because i don't want to yeah you don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil anything that's happening in this thing mm -hmm. in this thing yeah there's yeah there it is is there a reptilian baby like there is on the cover there's a baby oh a baby i've heard some rumors about this i i heard someone say that the reptilian is revealed in this yes okay yes this issue delivers on that i won't finally i won't say anything more this baby this baby right here yep not featured oh not not this baby that's a shame. There well, is a baby. There's only six issues of this series left. Six issues left? Well, no. There's only six issues of this series. Oh, there's only two there's more. There's two more left. That's fair. 
I, I can't imagine them stretching this out over 12. I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. So, Batman Reptilian, you might want to wait to the trade at this point. Mm. Or get your Comicsology Unlimited subscription, and then you could just keep up with me here. Yeah. Yeah. And be as baffled as I am. Baffled? Baffled. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. I'm not, listen, I'm not even saying it's bad. I know. I'm just saying this issue, I was like, what is happening? What? You're going to have to wait until December to finish the whole series, though. What? Like, did I feel like I missed an issue, but I don't think I did. I know you didn't. Weird. <laughs> Saul so Moretti says, can't stay and watch because of college. Cheers. Well, cheers to you. Cheers. Keep up the good work. That's fair. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Also, uh, Grievousish says, put that on the trade. Batman Reptilian, this is so <laughs> weird. Comic pop. I agree. <laughs> Sometimes that's enough of an endorsement. You know, every time I every time I hear about recommendations, people go, I need something that's weird. Well, Batman Reptilian, is that for you? <laughs> Tristan Levisk says, have you guys read Marvel's Alien from Phil Kennedy Johnson? I feel like that's almost a deliberate trigger. But yes, I have read uh, at least the first four or five issues of that series. Uh, I think it is. Not the worst thing that's happened to the Alien franchise, but it's close i think the problem you have with it is you're not a fan of the art the art is just inexplicable and that's like it's inexcusable and that's that's you know unfortunately with a comic it it is very much like a 50 50 kind of split and so that it's hard to get over that sometimes yes but Um, the story itself like yeah if it had been a better artist the story might be able to be elevated yeah but as far as I'm concerned, it's pretty standard. It's pretty by the numbers. It's not terribly exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the implication of like even a metaphorical alien queen in the form of like a Borg queen esque anthropomorphic human woman just drives me nuts. That's like anytime there was, it's just it's visions that the character who's literally drawn after uh, Salvador Larocca just I can't. It's just so angry. That's fine. And it's no. the same team. Like they they st- they finish the arc and then the, the same team's gonna continue. And I'm like, this is Spider-Man symbiote some this the symbiote Spider-Man book all over again, where I'm like, I really, really want to read that book and I just can't get over the arc. Mm. Uh Dan V nine hundred, uh my big disappointment was finding out the Strange Adventure was delayed two weeks. I was so excited I can't wait for the ending. Yeah, I thought I screwed up, honestly, when I went to buy it on Tuesday. I and we talked about it on Monday. Monday we recommended it. And then on Tuesday, I was like, Strange where is it? And I couldn't find it. And I, because I went to the next week, I'm like, I must have read the next week, right? By, like by mistake. Went to the next week, gone. So then I, I, I assumed I just screwed up. I didn't go to the following week, where apparently, yes, uh, Strange Adventures is not going to be recommended this week because it's not coming out this week. Instead, it'll be coming out the following week. So accurate, yay. And Joey Amorum says, first time being able to catch you guys live in a few weeks. Happy to be back. I appreciate you guys. Well, we appreciate you, Joey. Appreciate Thanks you for being back, well. man. Awesome. Yeah. I have more books that I read. Well, let's hear them. Because I was, I, I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I read them. Because you read them and you want to talk about them. And I don't blame you. Um, I got, I got, let's, let's do some, let's do some X-Men. We'll do like an X-Men sandwich All right. here. Because obviously Inferno will be probably one of the last ones. If not Spider-Man, one of those two. Yeah. And I have one non-X-Men book that I read. All right. Uh, let's chat about Wolverine. Why not? Uh, by Ben Percy with art by, I'm like, is it Adam Kubert? Adam Kubert. I think it is. I'm you like, are correct. Which Kubert is it? That's what, that's what gave me pause there for a second. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this this like like story that we've been going through has had to deal with um, Solemn yes. from Ten of Swords and his connection to Wolverine and the Muramasa Blade. Uh, introducing uh, Sever, a a pirate from Araco, uh, and his potential future role of being Scourge. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this kind of wraps this this Arc. this story up, um, but leaving um, another door open, connected again to that Wolverine quest for the Muramasa Blade. Like I really appreciate they're getting quite a bit out of that. Yeah, they, they did a few stories in between, obviously like vampires and such, and now they're like. Let's go back and tap that well. Good. I kind of like that. Um, we Solemn essentially uh, has like a like a meetup with Wolverine because don't forget he got into Wolverine's room. Yes. They meet, uh, have some wine. He, Wolverine doesn't really have any. Solemn's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I just want I want your help because like, you know, like sever like takes and Wolverine's like, yeah, it sounds like somebody else I know here. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's like, he takes and like, he won't stop. And so like, even after he's done with me, like, you know, I'm sure he offered a deal with you, which right. he did. Yeah. Um, He'll come for Krakoa. Mm. So it's like, it's in your, you know, desire to want to help me and get rid of him. So Wolverine, and he strike a bargain. They they put together a ridiculous pirate-esque plan in which, like, you, you see, like, solemn, like, you know, tied to the, to the mast pole and then wolverine is supposed to like cue him and when he does he frees um solemn and solemn just jumps overboard he's like i told you someone was gonna get screwed by thanks so like what a jackass it's just like you know wolverine's just not getting help from anybody and essentially his feeling i i i agree with him he's like i'm just tired of you too like, <laughs> yeah i mean I don't, me too i like the characters yes but you can understand why wolverine would be sick of them at this yeah point. because honestly the fact is it's like you know i made a deal with this guy and then i made a deal with this guy and then those guys made a deal behind my back uh, yeah wolverine so, does not have patience for that well, kind of he has shit. zero patience but he's also that. used to it i mean he's been he, he's been a secret agent before he should mm-hmm. know this by now however all of that frustration, I will say Percy pays it off because Wolverine takes down Sever in like a really smart way. Um in in which like he talks about how like it's it's it very much how the mighty have fallen kind of thing, or that like, you know, you, you know, I I, he, I fought my fair share of big guys and like <sighs> there's always one thing they forget, and it's that like I'm a little guy. Even the smallest axe can take down a redwood. Okay. And so, like, Wolverine takes him down. It's just, it's very earned. Yes. It, it feels good and it's very earned. As it um, should be. And then Wolverine decides that, like, the way he's going to deal with Solemn is to call in a favor or some help. Okay. All and right. So he goes to the White Queen. Because, like, Solemn's whole thing, you'll forget, is that he can, like, influence you to, like, it, you know, make you think, like, you want him. And that's oh, all he wants, okay. right? Uh-huh. And he's just, like, you can't lie to a telepath, because that's what this guy does. And he's, like, and honestly, you can't seduce the ultimate seductress. Right. And I'm, like. Nice. Good call. This is this is all right. Yeah. Taps her for some help. Talks to Tom Cassidy about locating Sever- or, uh, Solemn, because Solemn wanted a little piece of Krakoa. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. find him. He not only has a piece of Krakoa, he has a whole bunch of like mutants there hanging out with him because he's influenced them. And, yes. Like, you know, he's got a little cult going on and he has a couple of eggs there. Mm, from egg? Uh-huh. Oh, and, God. And a Cerebro helmet. What? Well, this guy can't leave his island alive. Well, instead, what they, like what happens is um, 
Emma walks in and she's in like her diamond form because he also took all the logic diamonds. So she wants those back. Uh huh. He also destroyed the Marauder and killed, you know, you know, so. Yeah. So she shows up and she's like, you've never, you never had to deal with a telepath before, have you? <laughs> and so, you know, she does in fact, um, you know, interrogate him. Okay. And we get like one of those log books at the end of like what she finds out. In fact, that he really would like to sleep with Wolverine. Um, okay. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Cause Wolverine's was like, no, uh, no, I'm going to pass on that. No, your name is not Jean Grey. Right. Or Scott Summers. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Um, or anyone else that Wolverine has left with. Yes. Um, but what we leave is that is that Wolverine ends up with both Muramasa blades. And oh, the cool. idea is that like he will honor, um, you know, the, the spirits um, of his former like tutor, sure. teacher, whatever, um, in order to hopefully have their protection. But it brings it back around to the reason that those blades were created was for that sect of the hand mm -hmm. who have like the hell bride. Yes. Right. And how she was meant to marry. And those those swords are going to be used to like bind their yes, their, their marriage. marriage. Well, she mad. Because her bet. husband's dead. Okay. And so, so that's, she's gonna come that's where we're now. leaving it. Is that like she's going to be the next thing for Wolverine to do? Awesome. And I was like, that's, fine. that's I, fine. I really kind of appreciated this. I think folk were saying that this is Kubert's last issue, which is sad. But I think we said that for the last three issues of Wolverine. No, 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 no. Because it was supposed to be like the next one or two where he was going to finish the story. So gotcha. I think, I think it's this like, might be it. But I hope sense. not because I like his art quite a bit. But yeah. who knows what will come next? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it. I like this story. Yeah, I like this story, and I, you know, Solemn's a good uh, enemy for Wolverine because right. he can fight. He has the adamantium skin, but like also frustrates Wolverine at every turn oh, because sure. of like just they're very different <laughs> ways in which they handle things. Yeah, like so I really like that quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, in keeping with the uh, with you know keeping things balanced, by the way, I will say I did read Justice League number sixty eight. Oh, great! I read the first part. I didn't read Justice League Dark because I didn't know you bought it. I did. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, but I Justice League number sixty eight. Uh, obviously, if you are not familiar, they crammed Justice League Dark into the back, and I say, while it's disrespectful, at least it's better than being canceled. But you got to buy this 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 terrible book in order to read it, mm -hmm. uh, which I didn't, of course, which is hilarious. But uh, yeah, Justice League 68, uh, it, it's fine. You know, it's it's dealing with the aftermath of the United Federation of Planets or whatever the hell they're calling themselves, uh, you know, interacting with the Justice League. We get the mm -hmm. new Hawkman, not like Carter, but the 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 head uh, chief security officer or whatever of mm -hmm. this group. And, uh, you know, we're dealing with more of Green Arrow's integration of uh, Checkmate and ugh, just super boring <laughs> like i'm i'm super disappointed there's a there's a little bit of cute intrigue and i'm like i feel like if this was like 15 years old bendis would have just made it about this and it was like and the this it it had very interesting like i was i had lots of new avengers vibes from this but mm -hmm. not in like it didn't it didn't have the same kind of gravitas or fun maybe it's that old adage like you can't go home again but like you know naomi is a kid and her parents like allow her to be on the justice league but for their own you know whim you know like they're they're like if you're gonna get hurt or you, this is a bad influence on you we're not gonna let you do that right and they really have misgivings about her being on this league especially with like how much her life is in danger and so we get a little bit of that which is kind of cute sure you know and and like the justice league is hilariously more okay with it i wish we'd had more of that but we get the imp impression like the, it's not like batman's like Ugh. like mm -hmm. you want to be on the league and you gotta ask your parents permission that's lame like no 
Batman is like, they're your parents. What are you going to do? Right. Wish I had some. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, you also you, have a little bit of. technically did have some. It's yeah, but like you didn't have any. Yeah, but like I didn't get them for very long. Well, it's. Uh, you know, I didn't get to be a teenager and like yell at my parents. I was just a kid. You had Alfred. Yeah, he did get to yell at Alfred. But or uh, whoever was training him. Sure. Right. <laughs> But uh, we also get a little bit of like character interactions like Shazam and Hippolyta are getting a little chummy, a little, a little too chummy, I'm sure, for then uh, Diana would be comfortable. Diana with, but... show up. Um, no, mom, 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 this is really embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so that's that's a thing. It's just who cares? It was just so like whatever. It, it's disappointing because like it has shades of greatness or at the very least of f- the familiar but it just doesn't get there. I was just reading it because I, I saw a page from it. What happens is sometimes I'll go on Reddit and like I'll see like a page out of context and I'll go like, all right, you got me. Like better than a seven page preview is just like an intriguing page or panel. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they should be putting. Like if they're going to spoil anything for themselves, like post something that like out of context is just what? And right. then you, you got to read it. Like right, that would right, be helpful. Right, right. Obviously, with spoiler tags and everything, but uh, sure, you know, I elected to spoil myself, and even right, then, it wasn't right. terribly spoilerish. But part of me wishes that since they can publish this digitally on like Comicsology, is that they would split the two out, yes, because it costs them nothing to do that, right? But they're not going to do that. I know because, like, I would like to just pick up just the Justice League Dark stuff, yeah, and, like have all of it without having to purchase a majority of comic I'm not looking for, right, for five dollars. But then I have no idea, like what the money i guess that's not true like you do know how much money is allocated to whom but it would only be digital and uh but like they're not going to cram the just league dark book when it's in trade with the justice league trade i don't like it's going to be separated when it's done you know, i just wish yeah you know, i hear you that i could just get it that just league dark was its own book yeah which it was <laughs> that's exactly what i wish uh ty vitier says can't watch now but we'll catch it later on thank you very much oh, thank you uh and let's see let's see uh, john holbrook helping us out in a big bad way thank you very much john really mm. appreciate it um if you thank did you. have a comment i will look for it i don't know why i said mm, mm. like that but that's what i said to that the new type jb lee how do i how do you feel how do you feel when tie-ins are better than the actual event for me even though civil war is bad Civil War two was bad i think the Ms. marvel tie-ins managed to somehow do the event justice and it led to the champions yeah no um secret empire was a better tie-in book than main book uh civil war two had better tie-ins than the main book mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of other examples of that i'm sure yeah no i was just when you said secret empire i'm like yeah you liked there was the tie-in i read yeah uh, i really enjoyed it yeah, exactly. Wanted nothing to do with the main book. No, no, and I, I, I don't blame you there. Um, how I feel about that though is that typically it means that they had upset the apple cart for an unsatisfying event. Yes, and that's usually how it is. That sucks. So what else did you read? I read Sword. Obviously, you did Sword. Sword. I literally, I said Sword, <laughs> and that was what I thought of first. Prezi D, you have destroyed my brain. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written by Al Ewing with art by uh villanova villanova we're gonna go with the last name only on that one um <laughs> i will say i know uh skeety is off doing inferno. inferno he's missed yeah i feel bad i don't know this artist all that well i just wasn't feeling it for this book mm-hmm. also this not that i i enjoyed this issue because it's about storm and i like storm yes but if I was like so ready to have my sword book back because its sword has been stuck in tie-in hell, while furthering its story and telling some some damn good prose there, yeah, um, it has been stuck 
in just doing tie-ins only to return with a character specific issue. Right. So in which none of our, most of our group does not show up. Oh, like it's really is just storm frenzy's there. And Cora is there. Okay. Um, WizKids kind of there, but yeah. like it, it, they're not really doing much in terms of what Sword would be doing. Brand is in there, and I can't tell if they're not doing it in order to pace it out for something else. I mean, it makes sense. It makes the most sense. If you're wondering, like, why is this very short issue so padded? They're probably saving it. Yeah, I mean, what what they do with this issue is make sure you understand like what Storm's role is with Arako and why you might be seeing her in a Sword book because mm. obviously Sword now has two bases. One. Uh, hovering outside of Earth, and then one hovering outside Arako. Yes, as like it's the keep is outside of Arako mm-hmm. as, as another way to keep track on now the capital of Seoul. Yeah. Um. But Storm is the regent of of Arako. Yes. And the, which is the name of the planet Mars, according yes. to the mutants, by the way. Yes, and has one of the seats of the Great Ring, because much like Krakoa has its Quiet Council, they yes. have the Great Ring. Um, which has nine seats, although in this infographic we see that there may be three more that are hidden. Mm. I'm like, of course there is, because it's all a mirror. It's all a mirror. Yes. Um, but she has okay. <laughs> she has the seat of all around us and an additional casting vote, making her the regent of Araco. So it's a it's a powerful seat, right? Yeah, definitely. And Tarn. Remember Tarn, the uncaring, yes, from Hellion's fame. Yeah, he has a seat on on the on the Great Ring Council as well. So if you're reading this, you haven't been reading Hellions. You, if you want to learn more about Tarn, you can pick up some of the Hellions books to get a feel for him. In particular, the ones that are tied into Ten of Swords, and then like the last few mm-hmm. will give you a really good feel for who Tarn is and why he does not like us. Okay, or like does not like Krakoa. Yes, because that comes up. Oh, good. And they mentioned, like, go read, like, this issue to see what they're talking about. Because Storm's like, yeah, I know you showed up, like, on, on Krakoa. Yeah. Um, this is after she had a challenge, because basically there's, like, like, we have the Crucible. They have something similar to that. Oh, on Arako? Yeah, but because it's Arako, it's, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always hopping. It's more extreme. It's more challenge. Like, you know, this molten dude shows up. <laughs> And it's like, I challenge the region of show up, show your face. Oh, she didn't show up. She's just late. <laughs> and when she shows up, she defeats him immediately. Okay. Um, cool. So then inevitably, Tarn challenges her in a way so that she ends up challenging him. They mm-hmm. go to the ring and they have a fight. And what I like about this and the reason I want to talk about it at all without just kind of glossing it over is because there is an element to this that immediately made me think of the X-Men animated series episode where she has to fight Callisto in the sewers yeah. with the Morlocks. Right. Because... Which is actually an old uh, X-Men story as well, which oof. like every episode of the X-Men animated series I'm probably sure, is. I'm sure, but it made me think of specifically That's, that. Yeah. Like that. Because that was your first introduction to the X-Men at all. It was. So... Um, and not a bad I can place still to hear her talking about like not like a you know, not a crack of thunder like you know what I mean yes. like oh like don't yeah yeah like but that's not what happens here because Tarn's ability is much like Sinister except that it's his his mutation as opposed to Sinister's like like hobby yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's what makes them. It's this is what makes him special. Yeah, like he can manipulate genes. Mm. It's dangerous. I, I'm surprised Sinister hasn't been like this guy. He is. Oh, that's right. That's Hellions. In Hellions. Yeah. He was like, oh, dude, and that's what made him so mad. He was like, screw you. Mm-hmm. Like that's not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, he calls himself the great genomic mage. Genomic. Okay. Um, that's what he refers to himself as a little bit here or there. Sure. And he re- takes away her powers. Oh, no. And I'm like, here we go. Yeah. She knows, she knows how to hand-to-hand she combat. To hand She's got this. She's fine. She's fine. She's got no problem here. But then he makes her into a monster. Like like his vile loci. Oh. And like, I mean, it is, she is not okay looking. No. And that's he's cool. like, you know, if you like, if you like come up to me and like whatever, I'll give you, I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it for the storm. It's Ugh. okay. It's mm-hmm. okay. Um, earlier, she had been gifted a knife. Mm-hmm. By someone throwing it at her, he made it. I mean, she he threw it at her and she caught it. Yeah, and like she was like, "I appreciate the gift." And he's like, "You know," and like it's like they were being playful in a yes. way. Yes, it wasn't a threat necessarily. Yeah, she, she kept it, and even in the form that she's in, she jams it into his chest. Yeah, and she's like, "So, like, if I push even the slightest bit, this will go into your heart." Right. And he's like, "But I could kill you with a thought." She's like, "Do you think you'll do it before I kill you?" <laughs> nice. <laughs> and. I don't know if they determined what the Araco um, hold would be or like ability to utilize the um, resurrection protocols would be, but there's no saying that Tarn would be allowed to come back, right? So notably, he gives up and he's like, and she rips it out of his his chest and she like hobbles away and he's like, you like, I yield, but like, I still win because you don't have your powers anymore and Mm -hmm. like, look at you. Right, sure. And she's just like, I, yeah, I'm still the region of Araco. Yeah. What of it? And he's like, that's crazy. Don't you care? And she just smiles at him and he just laughs. And he's like, <laughs> okay, then you're my kind of people. Right. He's like, I thought you were of Krakoa, but clearly you're of Araco. Right. And I'm like, so Storm basically earns her like respect from Araco. Yeah. What this has to do with anything that's happening Nothing. in Sword. Other than it solidifies that, like, they might listen to Storm a little more so, like mm-hmm. the, the Araco denizens. People, yeah. But this wasn't really what I was hoping for getting back into Sword. I still enjoyed myself. Though. Sure. Okay. Uh, also, the art. Fine. Not great mm. for me. Not comparatively to what it was. That's the problem. Yeah. No, that That's is, really that the problem. So. Well, uh, Danvy900 says, I went down the rabbit hole yesterday and watched your Where to Start Reading Spider-Man video, which we did make several years ago. Hopefully, yeah. if you're ever on the fence, check it out. You mentioned Untold Tales of Spider-Man by Busick, which was the only one I didn't know. It is $40 brand new. Yes, it is. Uh, but I think it's also under different names, and you can get it. Like, I wouldn't buy it new. I'd buy it cheap or used, um, either through, like, you know, discountcomicbooks.com or, um, you know, at your local comic book store or at a comic con um you can also get i think spider-man visionaries has it as well so like it, it's a, it's elsewhere it's out there uh david Braille, tiffany have you ever checked out jl8 by yale stewart been meaning to tell you about it great adorable justly comic tiffany tell them all about jl8 yes i have uh i have i've checked it out one of my favorite panels is easily uh power girl looking at clark He's dapper. He's dapper. Yeah. She's got this pudgy little cheek and she pushes her hand up against We actually it. know Yale Stewart. We do. Like we've met him over the years at different Comic Cons. Yes. And uh so yeah, we knew it back when it was called Little League. Yeah. And then he got sued by the Little League Association and uh changed to JL8. Yeah. It's weird that DC never did anything. Or Either like, like against him it. or yeah. used it. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's it's odd. Yeah. But they had an interesting they must have had like a weird ceasefire. I guess. 
but uh, yeah, it's great. And I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Mm. Uh, says, this is dumb, but I thought uh, in my head canon, Pokemon is the 616 and both Sword and Shield got all in and argued over which game version was better. Yeah, exactly. He's talking about the two because there's Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes. And there's Sword and, and Shield in Marvel. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if I, I, you, I guarantee you, there's people on both sides who play the other one. Yeah. Secretly. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, what was it? Salem's Network off topic, but any hype for the upcoming Halloween Kills movie? What are your favorite horror films? Thank you for your content. Well, thank you, Salem. Um, Tiffany, you missed the trailer while we watched I Venom did. 2, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, I did see Halloween Kills, the trailer. It looks like it's Halloween the Avengers. Ba, 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 ba. It's literally, it's like everyone who survived Michael Myers' attack from all the movies are coming together to form a team to kill Mike Myers. That's, I'm like, that is so stupid. If the idea there, though, <laughs> is that they're hunting him instead of the other way around. Yeah, it's like a little bit of both. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I check it out. I mean, it looks, yeah, it's a Blumhouse movie, so it's probably bad, but like. <laughs> Because on average, the ones we've seen, yeah, not great. But uh, the you know, at least it's in canon with yeah, Halloween yeah, yeah. one and two, right? And the Halloween movie that they read that they made that was like a soft a soft reboot, also known as a C boot or a soft C boot or a soft reboot C boot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, favorite horror movies go. You go first. Uh, the thing. That counts. I count that as a winter movie. That's uh, that's a winter movie for me, but it's definitely a horror movie. Uh, the Terminator. That's not okay. Uh, Predator. Sure. Why not? Uh, Alien. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I love the thing. I think it, the thing's like a perfect movie for me. Yeah. Um, You're right. But I also wouldn't say like like I love Silence of the Lambs. I don't count that as a horror movie. Yeah, but it kind of is. That's though. like that's like a movie I just throw on. It's like a film. <laughs> that's an Academy Award winning picture. Like, no, I'm like I I like I like the Blair Witch Project. Yes, you do. I was just thinking about the fact that how much like honestly the first I saw the first Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. That movie I holds I, up. I gotta I gotta say like kudos to them for utilizing sound design in such a way that wasn't the jump scare like typical like sting kind yeah of thing. musical like, stings they, and re- they like... created like fear with really just sound yeah and i was like damn smart it's pretty good and i really appreciate that that's cool. um and anytime i put on the spot i literally can't come up with anything i don't know why right right i don't know why i've right? seen a lot of horror movies but i wouldn't say any of them are my favorite like no, i've seen a lot them. of uh i've seen at least two hellraiser movies and i think yeah. they're goofy as hell they are goofy as hell but they're kind of fun we th- remember when like i think it was pluto or maybe it was cable was just showing all the friday the 13th movies and like we saw at least four of them in a row uh that was a thing, and they're all fine. Yeah, um, I was a uh, when I was a kid, I was a huge Scream fan, but I liked it because it was subversive and it was more of a send up of the genre. I like the Vavitch. The Vavitch. Oh, the Descent. The Descent. I love the Descent. You do. I really. I didn't realize how much I love the Descent. I love the Descent. I love the the, the Ring. The, yes. Like, the Naomi Watts. The Ring. Right. There's something about that specific take on that movie mm-hmm. that gets me yeah um i i and i i think it has a lot to do with the score for that movie the way in which it's shot um the fact that it can be utilized to like exemplify the way in which the um what is it it's a specific scripting style it has to do with an animal Mm. i can't remember what it's called someone in the chat knows though um but yeah i like that movie quite a bit uh 20 days later was one of your favorite movies for a long time 28 days later i still do yeah. I still do. 
Um, <laughs> malignant. Malignant. We watched Malignant. Yeah. I watched that. That's um, that for sure. Right. I'm going to try to watch Midsummer. I missed that one. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. I didn't get a chance to see that, but I'd like to. Same with Us. I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't catch it from the, the beginning, the beginning. And for me, some horror movies, you have to watch from the very, very beginning. Yeah. Like, you can't just come in. You can't no. try to figure it out. The um, Mist is one of your favorites oh, as well. Oh, I do like The Mist. I also like um, Quarantine. Which is, uh, I know, a redo. Oh, yeah. But I still liked it. I thought they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Obviously, whole... Shaun of the Dead is not necessarily one of it's your not... favorite horror movies. It's not a horror movie. But it's one of your favorite movies it's of all time. Yeah. It is a comedy, yeah. It's a tale of friendship. At the end of the day, that's what it's really all about. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. We could go on and on and on. Yeah. And on and on. But we won't. Because I really do. I enjoy them. Right. Uh, Dan V getting back to his point about ultimate or or, uh, untold tales of Spider-Man. You're the only one I've seen who's mentioned that series. I was thinking about getting it at that price. Do you remember any standouts from it? Uh, I mean, like it's fun because it's set in continuity in the past. Busick is working painstakingly to fold it into continuity. So like when he encounters the X-Men or any other Marvel characters, it has to be from the iteration that they are in. And it should fit within the pages of not only Spider-Man's book, but his own book. Um, it's also fun to see a new character named Sally Avril be like actually utilized and explored and then uh, explained why she's not in the book. Um, Mary Jane is teased quite a bit. It, it's kind of neat. It's just a really cool series. As far as like standouts, um, I like there's one issue that I really enjoyed that was kind of an expansion of Amazing Spider-Man annual number two. Uh, it's the issue where um, uh, Betty Brant's brother is uh, in, ensconced in some illegal activity and, and dies for his trouble. Um, and the, uh, there's a, there's a special character that looks kind of like a weird version of me who, uh, who is like super powered, but like in a very subtle way. And that's a really cool one. I don't remember what issue it was, but like they're kind of done in ones is another wonderful thing about it. So mm-hmm. if you don't have time, you can always just grab them in singles and there save you yourself some time. I also want to say that like right now I, I convinced Sal by just having it on that we're watching midnight mass. As we well. are watching midnight mass. We're two episodes. I'm away really glad you missed the first episode because you didn't like in the second episode that something happened. Yes. Um, and I was like, Oh, there's something worse kind of happened at the very beginning. Yeah, that's so you, right. That's right. You missed, I filled him in on what happened there, yeah. um, but I, I really, really really like Flanagan Mike mm. Flanagan yeah well apparently. the creator slash like writer or showrunner yeah. yeah I really like him I still have to go back and watch the first was it Haunting of Hill House yes um because I jumped into Bly Manor which I know is not the same tone no but but I really liked Bly Manor that one stuck with me you did it's tragic right it's just it's sad there's melancholy yeah I like me some melancholy right anyway Outside of like, I, I will also periodically we should just drop some horror movies that we've seen because I just like, I've seen a lot of them for some reason. Yeah. Oh, Jaws. It's not really a horror movie, but Jaws. you know, but Jaws, Jaws damn you. Jaws. I like, it's a film for me. That's a film. That's a film. That's a, that's a true film. Jaws. I was in Jaws. Uh, new type JB Lee. Speaking of writers, I wondered why JMS seems to do better with Marvel characters than with DC as Amazing Spider-Man is mostly good. Yet a Superman run was meh. I would go so far as to say it was uh, bleh uh, more than meh. But uh, but yes, I don't understand why. Maybe it's because like the, you know, there's something to be said for like Marvel being like more grounded or more human. But like, I don't know. I've never seen if JMS has ever done anything with uh, Batman mm. or Green Arrow for that matter. And that'd be kind of cool. You really can't count it, but Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Well, Evil Dead too, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the Army of Darkness show. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Mosley, Nick Spencer's ASM ending reminds me of the fart scene from Corky Romano. Expecting this big grand finale, but instead we get a little... I've never seen Corky Romano. I haven't. I don't remember that. Uh, I Fats have. Norlax, she said angrily. Am herself. I currently looking through a portal to Earth 
and then I'm not gonna read all those numbers right now because you two are the wrong way around. It's freaking me out. Okay, by so the way, how are you? That's really funny because we sat this way last week and no one seemed to notice. So we decided to do it again. Uh, but if, so apparently it takes two. Yes. It takes two times. Yes. To, Reinforcing to, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, Dan V900, uh, Untold Tales, Spider-Man's $40 brand new over the Omnibus. It's enticing, even though I'm not an Omnibus guy for the most part. Yeah, that's not bad. If it's an Omnibus, then yeah, that's worth it. Uh, but they're funny with their titling, like what an Omnibus is. I'd take a look at how many issues are actually in there. If it's a complete series, then yes. But if not, no. Uh, Nick Smith says, I absolutely loved Venom. It's fun and interesting romance monster movie take on Carnage and Shriek. Also, I'm so excited for what the mid-credits scene implies. I read that as Shrek. Because I saw it so quickly. Yeah, and I, looked I would away. love to see Shrek in that Carnage movie. and Shrek. Carnage and Shrek. Just going on an adventure together. Salem's Network, we need an episode where you guys cover nothing but horror. I don't think people would watch it, but I would definitely I do would it. totally do that. Happy I would to do I, that. I, I, Welcome to the horror podcast. Yeah. I just talk oh, about Fast Norox didn't see it last week, so there ah, you go. But I noticed that Danichu, our moderator, noticed it this week. Yeah. And I didn't tell Takes her about two. it. <laughs> I else? have one more. Yeah, you have an X-Men book, right? It. No, I don't have an X-Men book. Oh, I thought book. you were sandwiching X-Men books, but you already did the X-Men book. That's right. So I okay. So folks, <laughs> did anyone else read Darkhold Alpha? Someone in the comments earlier in the episode mentioned Darkhold Alpha. So I know, but like I thought they mentioned that they didn't read it. So now I'm like, did they put it out digitally first? Mm. I don't want to ruin anything. Right. We'll tell just know that we're going to talk about it for the next. Know two or three that minutes. here it comes. This is written by Steve Orlando. Oh no. With art by Cyan Tormi yeah okay so this is a good book meh <laughs> well it's dr doom using the dark hole that's kind of fun right yeah it's fine um spider-man's got a new costume yeah because of the dark hole or yes. something he gets like a dark holds costume yeah spider-man wasp blade black uh, bolt black bolt and mm. iron man all get new costumes mm. why because of the dark hole. because be because marvel legends oh he's like a fuzzy spider guy yeah i don't like it you don't like it i thought it was kind of fun i don't like uh you know wasp is sexy too she's got a sexy costume he's got a little he's got a little web cape oh yeah oh that's different what, what who who the hell am i looking at over here then this that's wasp no that's it, iron man yeah i know yeah okay that's yeah, black bolt thing. And that's that's bizarre. What what is this? Why why? What what are they doing? Let's go back. Let's go Please. back. <laughs> Tell us more. Um, this book is happening, and I don't. I believe it's not necessarily within. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I just I'm sure it. it is in continuity, but like more like but you it, figure it out. It, yeah, because like if it is, then like when is this happening? Since Wanda died, and then it's come back, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah, it has to do with the dark hold. It has to do with the um a little bit i think of the avengers like bce possibly okay oh god no the one of, million bc yeah maybe um cool. because they find the original dark hold okay like, the true dark hold is found <laughs> and then we see like this image of like um like kathan yeah, or, like the minions of Kathan, like overrunning New York, and like the uh, like classic-looking Avengers have fallen to 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 beasties, and Valeria is um running to like stop 
everything from happening. Like, oh, we just not like you can't breathe the air or anything like that because it'll drive you to madness. <laughs> okay, all right. Because Lovecraftian. Yeah, we've we've played influences. those. We've we played those Arkham games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not the Batman ones. But they are like she is like turned to like ice of some sort and shattered by her brother. Oh no! Who's been like dark holded. <laughs> dark holded. He just got dark holded. Damn right. Um. Wanda Maximoff wakes up from that dream and is like, oh no. Oh, it's a dream. The Dark has been found. Oh, shite. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom has, in fact, found unearthed the, the original Darkhold. Awesome. Um, uh, Victorious is there. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Herald of Doom. Yes. Yes. And Parsh and my, uh, Fiance as well. Well, yes. But in this, just, her- just Herald. Okay. Just Herald. Wait, Victor. Yes. Okay. And, um, Basically, no one can read the the dark hold, especially not the original one. You can't. Would you go? Would you go insane if you tried? Is that the idea? Yes, because if you read, it will drive you mad to madness. If you gaze upon its pages, you can know its knowledge. You just can't read it. Right, right. So, like, you're gonna you're gonna need a like like a like a conduit or something like, like a, a text to voice translator. To but have. if you hear it, won't you go crazy? No, no, no. You can know the knowledge. You just can't literally read it. Okay, don't all right. read it. Don't read it off the page. It's bad. I'm like, what happened if you like? So you need like a, a book bearer. Yeah, so he uses his Doombots. Okay, all right. So the Doombots read it for him, and he can look through their eyes, and he's fine, and he can gain the knowledge. Cool. Wanda shows up and is like, "You're dumb." Knock it off, Doom. Yeah. Well, because like the idea is that like she's like, Kathan used me, and we'll use this book, and so don't stop. I mean, he's trying to like get through or whatever, but like knock it off. You're going to give him a conduit, and Doom's like, "No, no, no, it's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take care of this." And she's like, "You don't have the knowledge, and I can't read the book, so let's team up." So they team up. Cool. Um, and they used to be kind of married or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's why he gives her any sort of audience. Yeah, it's because he's like, we used to bang, right? As opposed to fit. No, you not mutant. I Go will die say he's got God. quite a few like doomisms in this. Like he's naturally got, he's got some like you know pretty doomy things that he does. Uh, inevitably, they figure out what they need to do, and the fact that like in in the before times there were the Darkhold defenders who were, who were four warriors or five warriors who had specific a specific set of skills yeah, no they they were the dreamer the fool the stoic the hunter and the artist okay and no, they and they were able to defeat kathan in the other realm not other world this was maybe a mistake to name them such similar things but it's the other realm it cost them their sanity but it worked and so she's like we gotta we gotta make our own Yes. Darkhold defenders, others who can fill those roles, yes, and can help us. And Doom's like, Doom needs none of this, right? I'm, I'm, the I'm Dark all those Hold, things. I'm, I'm the Darkhold defenders, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. And she's like, what? Good Lord, Doom. And I'm like, Wanda, you? How could you be surprised? By how could you? How could? How could you ever be surprised by anything that Doom does? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just one of those things where it's like you didn't think he could get more egotistical, and well, yet here we are. Yeah, that's Doom. So he basically takes, he just goes, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll go and beat up Gathan and I'll be back. <laughs> so she's left with Victorious and basically she's like, uh, so yeah, that's not going to work. Right. So I'm going to need you to use your power cosmic to help me seek out those we need. Mm-hmm. And so the call is placed out and they, the characters they, we, mentioned, the characters all we mentioned all show up. Um, Tony's the dreamer, Blade's the hunter, Janet's the artist. Um, Black Bolt is the stoic and Spider-Man's the fool. Naturally. I thought Tony would be the fool. That'd be funny. That'd and, be great to see Spider-Man that dichotomy. The, 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 the dreamer. dreamer. And it's Tony's like, like, hey. Hey, what? No, I'm definitely the dreamer. Yeah. Well, you're not. So well, they, that's funny because my armor says different. They gather everyone and 
everyone's got to work together right to defeat the big bad and so everybody in turn gives a reason why they'll they'll join the group and it's a really like tropey ridiculous page and then they come to black bolt who's like actually i need to put in human rebuilding first so i'm out i'm not coming okay i'm not going all right big beam out of the ceiling strikes down and then doom shows up and like he is messed up sweet and it's like it nothing went well for him (laughs) yeah over in other realm we see like the remnants of a fallen city and that like Athan's army is hungry and desires to like exit and there's like a lone warrior of some sorts that i don't know who it is yet Mm -hmm. oh uh, who finds like the lower mandible of doom's armor yeah because basically doom showed up Kathan was like huh lols yeah um it didn't go well for doom he's like i saw things over there and they're like would you like to share and he's like when no. i showed up there was like a metropolis of madness and all this crap and i fought and blah 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 and like everything else was for doom's eyes alone okay and they're like seriously ah uh. could you could you could you be a little less full of yourself in order to save the world he's like no nope Go ahead, take your little Doom Defenders or Dark Darkhold Defenders. I'll be when they fail, I'll be the one who saves everyone. Peace. Okay. Doom, and Doom runs away. So Doom isn't gonna be the stoic. Doom Doom leads. No, he leaves. And then like Black Bolt's like, okay. And me too. I guess I'm in. Oh yay. So so what they have to do here, folks, is they have to read just enough of the dark hole to temper their minds against the madness they'll experience gotcha. but not so much that they'll they go, go insane crazy yeah all right guess what happens uh they read too much it's because they don't know right they're all like how much do i read and like they're like you'll know <laughs> guess what they don't they don't and like they freak out and then they get their new costumes Okay. And they're like, we're not the Darkhold Defenders, we're the Darkhold Defiled. Uh, uh, this will continue into other Darkhold themed books. Cool. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to read them or not. This was okay. I think this will be one of those random trades that you'll find later on that you'll be like, oh. Oh, that's really inexpensive. <laughs> that's a real discount. Possibly. Mm-hmm. possibly i mean it's so funny because it's like if this is taking place right now in continuity using wanda maximoff either a reveals that everything will be fine with wanda and she'll come back with her powers and everything will be fine and she'll live in new jersey or b it's not in continuity at all or you know what i mean yeah. or that if it is in continuity they should also be dealing with the death of dr strange which they won't it's just a lot yeah um i don't know it was fine I, but you knew I was going to check it out. Yeah. You knew I couldn't help myself. I had to check this out. Yeah, like the Darkhold, you had to read it. I had to read it. I Did I read too much? <laughs> yeah. I think you'll temper your... I think you've tempered your mind enough. <laughs> if I read any more. If you read any more, you will go... We'll, we'll see if insane. next week I've got a sweet new costume. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, new type JB Lee. Isn't it sad that Siladin Miles' run feels more like classic than the actual Spider-Man titles? And Peter is better written there as a supporting character. Yes, it is. Yes, but like that makes sense because Miles can be like the Peter that like people need and not the one that they deserve. I don't know. He also says, isn't it? Oh, you mentioned that already. Uh, but Dan V900 says, bring on the Squid Game spoiler reviews. It's so good. That's a Netflix show. We I watched. know, I know. I've heard all about it. That's not the one we're watching. No, but I'm not interested either. So that's fair. Um. So, yeah. Uh, 
Which one do you want to do first? I guess we'll do uh, Spider-Man. It's just because it's quick, you know. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 74. It's a 10 dollar uh mega giant issue it's got like a ton of pages and it has a bunch of backups and it is the conclusion of nick spencer's run and like as you can imagine it's like it's profoundly disappointing and not terribly good um which has been his run since the beginning that art Um, was neat that's because it was drawn by sal bashema over 20 years ago oh Um, the uh they they waste page real estate showing you a book that Nick Spencer really wants you to think of, which is a bad idea because it's a better book. Um, but it's like, it's one of those things where um, I like what Spencer has done, but I hate all the work it took to get here because at the end of the day, like it's like working out because uh, you don't want to, you know, you have to, and you'll be you'll appreciate the results, but no one's going to look back fondly on the workout you did. Like you're not gonna be like, man, remember that Idle Thursday when I just lifted weights for like people, forty minutes? Okay, I would say that some people who are way more physically fit than I am probably do. Yeah, but they well they probably enjoy it while it's happening, but they don't remember thinking. They're not like remembering it or revisiting it. It's not like they filmed themselves and they're rewatching it. And no one's ever gonna read this book again. And that's really one of the problems of this book is that like do the ends justify the means is it worth it and uh ultimately i say like sure because it i didn't throw my like career you know i i I didn't like put my career on the line to to do a bunch of heavy lifting on spider-man's continuity or to preserve things that i thought were really important like the the best jmd mateus spider-man comic of all time like you know i appreciate that this is here it's hilarious when like this is trying to be presented in this entire run and it's done incorrectly. Uh, so it's ironic that they would show it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, the reveal is that um, Harry Osborne's been dead forever, which is what I said before, mm-hmm. uh, that Kindred was actually Gabriel and Sarah, the evil clone babies that were originally Norman Osborne and Gwen Stacy's kids. Uh, it turns out that along with all the other machinations that Harry Osborne created back before uh, spectacular Spider-Man during the child within story, uh, uh, Harry Osborn, cre- he didn't just tape himself a cryptic message to Peter saying, I made artificial life forms of your parents to ruin your life. He created an AI program that approximated his personality. Uh, and that AI pro- program like went rogue, so to speak. And during that period helped create clone versions of Gabriel and Sarah. So they were never actually created by Norman and Gwen Stacy. They were clones. And that Harry Osborne that's been running around since Brand New Day, yeah, he's a clone too. Wait, they he built clones of of Sarah and like clone like Sarah and Gabriel were just clones of what? Who cares? They can't just be they do clones of something. They were, and uh, they also used Mysterio to make Mary Jane and Norman, who were two characters that referred to the events of Sin Past think that since past happened when in fact it didn't so like there that's not real also um mephisto helped make them because mephisto has an ulterior motive that also is the result of why he made one more day in the first place um also mephisto made a deal with norman osborne before he became the goblin so that norman osborne would pledge Harry Osborne's soul. So even though Harry redeems himself at the end of Spectacular 200, he still goes to hell 
and Mephisto uh, gets to mess with it. When Doctor Strange said to uh, Mephisto, hey, I really care about Peter Parker's soul, uh, for whatever reason, sometime between issues, uh, Nick Spencer switches gears and says that Doctor Strange doesn't care about that anymore, but then cares more about Harry Osborn's soul, because if Harry Osborn is a clone, it means his soul is still in hell, and that's not fair, so now we're going to bargain for Harry Osborn's soul, and so Peter is like one of the two champions that uh, uh, Doctor Strange chooses. The other champion is Mary Jane, so she can help Peter get out of a hole, and uh, Miss Fisto t chooses Gabriel and Sarah as his champions, and they fight, and they lose, and it's stupid. Uh, ultimately, who loses? Gabriel and Sarah. Okay. Uh, Peter fights like desperately and valiantly. Uh, you know, the, the, the implication from like upcoming promo art is that Peter dies. He doesn't, he's totally fine in this. Um, but uh, you know, so that'll happen sometime between like the next issue that comes out literally in two days. Um, so Harry's dead. Peter wins. He gets to go to heaven. Uh, the clone Harry who had a life from brand new day until now sacrifices himself uh, to save the day. So he dies. So now Harry's gone. And uh, Peter and Mary Jane are dating. And while Spencer did, you know what? Actually, there's, hang on, there's a Reddit thread that somebody created that actually really helps me out because they made a like a list of all of the abandoned plot lines that Spencer created and then just like threw away. So uh, let, let's, let's, let's look at that for a second because it's, that's where we are. That's the life I live now. It's just like, you gotta, you gotta untangle this. So, that I gotta, so, um, so, oh, but like, wasn't the whole thing for everybody that like, if this undid one more day, they'd be happy. Yes. And it didn't. And clearly what happened was he was going to, and uh, Marvel said no. So it undid since past. Yes. Which as like a way of being like, well, but I wrote all these issues, which is something that I despised when we worked, when we did it. But yes, the but fact like, is I haven't given it more than a moment's thought. And, and, and as, as it is the case, as everyone's is the case, like no one thinks about since past. No one refers to since past outside of Dimitri, uh, uh, Straczynski and Straczynski's protege who wrote Sins Remembered. And then after that, no one ever did it again. Mm -hmm. um, here we go. Uh, in Sinister War, well, before Sinister War, Peter has an engagement ring in his pocket. It's never mentioned again. He's right. It isn't. Uh, towards the end of Sinister War, Mysterio says his part to play in Everything is Coming. He exits stage left, never to be seen. This is true. Lizard was split in two. There's a Kurt Connors and a Lizard. Uh, never referred to again. Uh, many villains are running around significantly. Morlun. Morlun was brought back to life. He's in the big fight at the last issue. Uh, he doesn't They brought come... a Morlun back? They brought the Morlun back. They're like, wait a minute. Is there any way we could do... We can bring back Morlun? Another and do... one of those Morlun events? My God. So they do that. Uh, he also brings back original Electro, who I believe was just a clone from Clone Conspiracy anyway. Sandman, Sandman's a bad guy. Doc Ock never learned what happened between him and Mephisto because he also made a deal. Uh, he Doc Ock in a superior Spider-Man body, also got one more date. Uh, something's wrong with Peter's soul, and Doctor Strange is determined to find out, except that he doesn't care anymore and is worried about Harry's soul. But he did. Uh, yes. Uh, the <laughs> first two-thirds of the run, Kindred really wants to punish Peter for a sin. They never determine what the sin is, because obviously the sin was one more day, and then they told him he can't do one more day anymore, and so uh, that's that. Kindred killed Peter over and over and over again throughout the entire run, and then he fights two Kindreds in this book, and he's easily defeating them. Mm. Uh, so yeah. There you go. And at the end, you know, so Gabriel and Sarah are dead, and they never were, or at least they never were anything important. Um, Mary Jane and Peter are still dating, just like they were at the beginning of Spencer's run, mm -hmm. and maybe there's an engagement ring somewhere. Uh, Harry's dead, and always was, but now is totally 
and a couple other things he changed you know craven's back to being dead like he should be mm-hmm. and uh and, and lizard's separate and stuff like that like he he set all his stuff up and then and then just like dropped it off no one's gonna ever use kindred and no one's ever gonna reference this just like since past it became its own thing like we're like who cares uh it also ends with like peter and mary jane like kissing you know like yay yeah but like you didn't want to undo one more day so like anyone can undo that just like just like always so that's that's what this book is um oh and mephisto reveals at the end that the reason he even did one more day in the first place is because he looked into the future and joe casada told him he had to yeah well i mean that's the real reason (laughs) but like he told mephisto yeah mephisto yeah because joe's there too um but joe uh mephisto is like so the the thing is I looked into the future and I take over the world, which like, why would he do that? He'd never be interested in that. That's not Mephisto. But uh, Mephisto one day will take over the world. And uh, he he saw that there's one person who will stand up to him and defeat him just in, in the Earth's darkest hour. Uh, and sometimes it's Peter. But when Peter, like, but when the time scale slides, some of these characters get old and age out. And so Peter would shift to May, Mayday Parker the offspring of Peter and Mary Jane. Uh, so I took away their marriage to fudge the numbers a little bit so that the my the, my destined defeater would never cease to be. So like, it's like a wink and an apology to One More Day uh, detractors and May, Mayday Parker fans. But at the end of the day, like so, it's hollow because so, like no so one So the person cares. who could defeat him is not peter but in fact it's not dr strange no or any of the ghost riders no or any character that's ever had any real dealings with mephisto yeah it's spider-man's future daughter who may or may not ever exist cool so like that is what happened and then it sets up a bunch of stuff where it's like yay we're, we're really excited about the I love future that steve's there because it's like which steve is that though right anyway yeah damn damn indeed uh not worth the cover price and will be probably in dollar bins like before you know it so i would if you didn't buy it don't if you are interested wait uh there's also a christos gauge back like flashback story that reinforces like ben you know an uncle ben annual story which like yay whatever uh there's a uh fun cute like this is what spider-man's been up to since amazing fantasy 15 till now Mm. like which becomes a song it's cute there is a zeb wells story that reinforces like ben riley's mary jane character janine who is in a really really interesting and better story called like ben riley the lost years okay and uh or spider-man lost years doesn't matter but it's like about ben riley and he like hooks up with this girl and like She's implicated in murder and here she is in jail. And despite the fact that like Ben Riley has been a character and has appeared in like his own book and his own event and an Iron Man book, this is the time when he gets involved in Janine's full life. Uh, also, it's a nice opportunity to see like, hey, how does Zeb Wells handle the Spider-Man mythos? Yeah. And like, it's fine. Like, it's not terribly exciting, but like, it's there. And, you know, and Ben and Janine are back together, which, you know, that was cute. I guess I don't know. It, yep. So that's a thing. Okay. That happened, and like I wouldn't recommend it if you could avoid it, because like don't. You know, maybe Marvel's never going to give anybody back the marriage because they're like, you'll buy it in case we do it. Right. You're always hoping we'll do it. Exactly. But now we got you that way. Yeah. In case of emergency, 
bring the marriage back bring the marriage back or maybe we won't who knows yeah like we'll just dangle it in front of well, you. here's the thing like i'll never like if they were going to bring it back they would have this time which means they never will they, mm, they never will mm. it took the 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 entire bullpen has been complaining for decades decades mm. since 87 the bullpen has been complaining about the marriage they did it it was ugly it was hard and it like is divisive and it's 10 years old like they're never gonna put themselves in that position again to be like to have to do that again they're never gonna do that so that's that radium theater productions here's some coin that can get that year of the villain collection going for your death metal episode only a few hundred issues to go yeah we're not gonna do that but thank you <laughs> um i'm not gonna read that uh, the gray initiate i'm it, i read it but i'm not gonna do it uh no that episode because then here's the thing like the episodes that don't have a lot surrounding them tend to be really long mm -hmm. yeah it, no it would be like we couldn't ask the guys to no. put in that much time for a single episode yeah out of out of their very busy lives right but we're not gonna do like the the year of the villain is not important enough to warrant its own episode nor is it important enough to warrant much regard during the death metal episode mm-hmm what matters is it was editorially mandated. So Batman who laughs can switch places with Lex Luthor. That's it. Uh, the gray initiate. It's a pretty ballsy that Sony is trying to do with their Spider-Man movies. If they manage to stick the landing with it at all, it'd be pretty incredible. Yeah, maybe. Um, that's, that's all I can say about that is like, maybe. Yeah. Uh, catching up. Uh, new type JB Lee says, does Marvel really know what to do with Peter? When Miles speaks more for the youth than the OG Spidey, it makes Peter look like an aging rock band. I mean, like, listen, the boss is almost 70 and he's doing fine. No, I would say, though, that if that's the case, then why care about if he's married or not? Yeah. Why try to keep him young if you already have a young Spider-Man? Alex Cash. Hey, man, what's going on? Hi. 74 is a great pitch deck for a run. Cool ideas to clean up continuity are there. I'm just not sure where the story was. There wasn't one. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the ultimate issue with that uh, entire run. Uh, Radium Theater back. That's the life I live now. I've got to untangle. <laughs> That's right, man. Uh, Dante Cook. Hey, Sound Tiffany, please Hi. tell me you guys have read MOM. Tiffany, I think uh, you will love what Amelia Clark has been doing for her first comic. I seriously do. And I hope she gets to write more in the future. I have not. No, but I've seen it. I, I too have seen it. Yeah. That's all I got. I, I, I've got no, no, it's just, I, but yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, Dan dragon. I hate this because it's essentially a ghostwriter pitch, put in the Spider-Man book. Yeah, man. If Spider-Man had become a ghostwriter at the end, that would have actually been more funny. Or since they're not doing anything with any of the ghostwriter characters, why not? You, they were so hell bent on putting so many characters in here, and Spider-Man has had crossover, especially with Ghost with, with Danny, with Danny in particular, and and they're letting Danny be ghostwriter there. They also have Robbie, of course. Yeah. Um, and Johnny's doing. Johnny's not the king of hell anymore, but he's not, he's not necessarily ghostwriter though. Right. Danny. Danny's now the spirit uh, of spirit of penance of lame. But anyway, you could have thrown a Ghost Rider in there. Easily. Uh, Algy Try, isn't there a thing where Sony has the ultimate say of what happens in the comics in Spider-Man? Maybe they just wanted to streamline some stuff. Comic Pop, hell yeah. No, man. I'm just going to nip that right in the bud. No. Sony cannot tell them what to do with the, with the comic books. So, uh, but, like, I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted, like, if that is a thing people are saying, don't think that anymore. Because Sony has nothing to do with the comic books. They just, they don't. But, uh, yeah. Hell yeah to you too, man. Thank you. Um, 
CK, I get paid weekly now, so here's a piece. Aww. Random question. Are either of you all Fables fans? Have a great evening. You too. Thank you very much for supporting us. We really appreciate it, man. And keep up the good work for yourself. Um, yeah, I dig Fables. I didn't get, I did not read the Batman Bigby book no. this week. Yeah, I almost got it to you for you in physical, and I'm like, nah. I like saying that. Triple B. Batman Bigby book. Yeah. Uh, Dan V900, I expected a proposal to the end of the issue that they go back on in Spider-Man Beyond and didn't expect the OMD retcon. Feels like a rereading Spider-Girl now. I mean, yeah. I just, you know, I just feel like rereading Spider-Girl. Yeah, well, you should, you should just should, because that's better. Mm -hmm. At least there's a story there. There's a lot of stories in there. Um, so yeah, uh, Inferno, number one of four from Hickman and Skeety. Which looks great and made me sad. Yeah. But it is here and it's and it is and it does look great. It does. Uh, it's funny because I, uh, you know, just I'm going to weigh in a little bit and then I'm going to let you take it over. Because no, it's I your... was going to let you go for it. No, I don't want to go for it. But I would like, like you to go. For why? But it's your book. Okay. This is your this is this is your whole wheelhouse is X-Men. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'll say this. Um, Hickman, you know, dropping off of X-Men, but doing the whatever the hell book he's mm -hmm. doing on Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sucks and it's disappointing but having read the main x-men title from jerry duggan it seems like man okay duggan's doing a really nice job of like approximating the voice hitting the thing doing a good job yeah and like you know what maybe we're fine and then you read this and you're like oh shit you are really missing out on no like, no i i think mm, i this this felt like a hickman book no it is a hickman book i mean he wrote it i know what i think it does is that it, it like it ties in in a way that only he could do because it's his voice and his story yeah you know it's it's his little journey um but i don't i don't think that like are we going to miss out with him leaving? Yes. Yeah. But like, I don't think it diminishes what's happening in X-Men. It does. It's just a different voice. But it just it, like, at first it was like, man, yeah, Derek Duggan did a really nice job of approximating Hickman's voice, but then you get Hickman's voice and you're like, Oh yeah. I mean like, and he does use like visual and like, you know, written echoes. Yes. Um, to, to his previous, um, books. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, like, what's what the, this is? This issue serves to remind you about Hawks and Pox. Yes, this is absolutely a sequel. This is, I think, is I thought, and Wait. I think we all thought, yeah, when Inferno was teased, hinted at, announced before Hickman's Substack departure, right? That this was like a like an act break. This is a book that's like, we're setting up like now, see, Dawn I, of X is over. We're now in this new era. Yeah, I felt like, and I felt like it was like the fun times were over, but also that this could be the end. This because is the in, end. Because it's Inferno. Right. And I was told no. Right. This is the end of Hickman's <laughs> run. Like. It, but it is. I mean, he's still doing that other thing. Right. Digital, whatever. Yeah, I've read it. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. But we'll, and we'll, and we'll, we'll see how this goes. Re regardless, it is, even if it's not a true end or break, I think it is an end of like the, you know, yay, we're doing like the X-Men are doing great. And yeah, you know, well, I think like if you thought that this, it, for me, if you are interested in X-Men because of like everything that was set up in Hawks and Pox. Yes. When you're done with Inferno, you can quit X-Men now. No. That's the that's the weight of this issue. Really? Me. Yeah. Is that you're like, okay, it's gonna do like we're done. Okay. 
Like, I think Krakoa might still exist after this, but like, I think it will. <clears throat> I hope, maybe. I don't know. Because this is playing with some massive ideas. Yes. Massive but, like, ideas. All of the ideas that were brought up. Well, it's really the biggest one um, because a, a character who has been, you know, she'll, she'll pop up here or there um, is very much the main focus of this. And, and she's the linchpin of all of this. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking about destiny. I know. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, if anything happens there, it's, it's game over, man. Right. And like, how do the other books then continue to go? Mm -hmm. So the X-Men are consumed with the concept of taking out, Orcus slash Nimrod because like it's all that's the, the end game. Yeah. So like in Hawks and Pox, it's established that like through Moira's many lives, um, that she has experienced several timelines in which certain things occur yep. that cause the fall of mutants. And so she's warned Xavier and uh, Magneto. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Eric. I'm like, <laughs> he's got a name. Yeah. Um, about these things to look out for and things that need to be taken care of, Orcus being one of them. Um, the Mother Mold, Nimrod, um, the um, Omega Sentinel, the Omega Sentinel, and um, no, I was thinking of the Phalanx. Oh, yes, well, the Phalanx. Yeah, which thankfully doesn't come into play in this. No, 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 no. We don't really focus on that, and also that Destiny can never ever be allowed to be reborn. It's funny. I didn't really get that. I got the impression like it was kind of like a like a guideline than a rule but in then this book we're like reinforcing like i never want to see that person ever again well and she has good reason oh yes the same reason that no one who has a power set like hers can ever set foot onto krakoa they're not allowed to yep um but this this issue which is it's like one of four it's like a double size issue 52 pages feels long but like in a good way it didn't feel long super long to me no but like it, well, it felt um, like it, it felt like every time dense. i was like this is a this is where the issue is going to be over there's more issue yeah 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 but like a lot of it is reminding you some of the things that happen in hawks and pox yes reinforces like, it yes or because it's like it. hey maybe you didn't read that maybe right you jumped on a dawn that's true right? yeah which you probably did statistically speaking you probably did possibly it's possible very like much we, so. we hopefully have more fans now than we did when hawks and pox sure um but it's like hey during one of moira's lives she ran into destiny and it was at a point in moira's life in which she um was like knew she was a mutant and was like the only way to, to fix my issue is yep. to cure mutantdom yes to get rid of the x gene um she and a gaggle of scientists. Yeah, like a, a a a group of it's a group of five of them. Yes. Um. So she's part of it's five. Right. The number five is important to her. Mm -hmm. Um. And she inevitably runs into uh, Mystique and Destiny. Yep. Who are romantically inclined with one another, mm -hmm. and Destiny is like, "You're interesting," and she completely unravels Moira and like reveals what her power set is, and is like, "You." can't go against mutants that's not so sweet you're such a protector for them yes and like i'm older than you so even if you return i will be able to find you first and kill you right and like, i can kill you like you can end yeah like if you die as a child before your powers um manifest manifest then that's the end of you yeah so several timelines later we're here mm -hmm. and destiny is dead yep and the only thing that mystique knows is that she's like she was told by destiny that there'll be like an island and that you if they won't bring me back you have to make them bring me back yes 
and if they don't bring me back then burn it all yeah burn it all maybe um and she's been working on that so she's been trying to convince charles and um eric and eric that you should bring destiny back i don't understand why she has to be so low down on the list they're like oh uh, i'm in hall and i mean to be fair there definitely have been some instances where that list has been front loaded. Oh yeah. People who have just recently died that they desperately need back. Yep. So sometimes it's going to happen, but on quiet days on Krakoa, why not? Right. Why not destiny? Absolutely. Um, but they always give a reason. They more recently had targeted her to perform a mission that like, if she could get into Orcus yep. and um, grow a gate that, and I guess destroy it as well. Yeah. I can't really remember that, honestly. Um, that they would bring Destiny back if she was um successful successful in her mission. She not only failed, but discovered that Nimrod was, was online, was active and online based on a, a mission that they had, that, based on events that the um Krakoan forces caused to happen. Yes. Um, and so upon failing, they're like, but that was the agreement, so we're not gonna bring her back. Right. I think she was kind of shocked by that too, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Why would you? Why would right, you and they were that? like really snippy about it, which is really they frustrating. Were, and they have been pretty catty about certain things, but they're 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 feeling they're feeling high on themselves. Yeah. Um. So Nimrod comes online because a um mutant strike force goes into Orcus's facilities in order to destroy the Master Mold. Yes. Um. They, Mother Mold. Mother Mold. I couldn't remember if it was a mother or a master. Uh, master Mold was the one who makes Sentinels, but Mother Mold's the one who makes Master, master Mold. Master Mold. So <laughs> Mother Mold uh, to destroy a Mother Mold, and they do. Yeah, they drop it in the sun. Yeah, but they don't destroy all of Orcus. No. And a female scientist up there, her husband was there, had a security. He ends up dying in order to save her, basically, and she can't let it go. Yep. And so due to that, she ends up creating Nimrod with his consciousness yep. in it. And so hence Nimrod is born by an action that they took. Exactly. Um, in this, they question, uh, cause Moira comes into play here and is like, Hey, so you like, they heard that she had gone. I think she grew a gate someplace. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you mean you mean Eric and uh, and Chuck? Yeah, yeah. Because they get notification that she that there's that she's left. Somewhere. They're tracking her. Yeah, yeah. Because she has to go to Paris. I she think she does, but for like, and and that was a setup way in way in yeah. Way in it was time. it was. Um, but essentially they come to her and she's like, oh, cool, you've shown up. Yeah. Clearly, they have not really been chatting with Moira all that much. We've seen her occasionally. Yep, like once in a while, but not. But so they don't. Much. They don't really check in. Like they're in charge. Mm-hmm. She she gave them all the info and then they like put her in a bubble basically. Yep. Because they're like, well, you're like the most you're, important thing. Yes. We have to know where you are all the time. Mm -hmm. Like otherwise, this is all for nothing and we start over. Yeah. 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 Um, but she they they question whether or not Nimrod and the relation and the machines essentially are, are the problem. Well, not that they're the problem, but like, are they inevitable? Right. Like they Nimrod came online because of us. Like, does that always happen? No matter what, like, have you ever tried to make friends with the machines? Yes. She doesn't say yay or nay to that. No, she dodges the question mm -hmm. and then reinforces the fact that destiny can never be brought back. Yeah. Um, we knew going into this, that this was going to be about destiny. Yes. It was going to be about, uh, mystique. Uh, you know, getting her back. Mm -hmm. So 
Moira's like, not only do I want her not to be resurrected, I want you to delete her. Right. It's like, getting like Moira's seemingly already figuring out where it's going. That this is a problem. Yeah. And so she's like, I want you to delete her records. She will, doesn't come back. She's like any other like human being on the face of the earth. Yep. So she doesn't get to come back. They, you know, they take uh, Sinister's DNA. Yeah. She's like, of her. I don't just want her cerebro files deleted. Like, right. I don't like want every any trace of iteration her. of her, even one that doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You might say they want her burned. From existence, which is a line from the book, but also infer- Inferno. Yeah. The like this is my Moira's attempted Inferno. <laughs> it's an inferred Inferno. Exactly. <laughs> I will say, by the way, you know, I did I did speak too quickly about phalanxes. So I'm like, we don't get phalanx in this book. No, but we do. But Warlock, Warlock is here. finally comes out like, in a Hickman book. Yeah, Warlock shows up. Um, and he does that thing again. This book, the reason it makes you feel that Hickman connection is because of how much it's tying back to Hawks and Pox. Because when Cypher is first brought to Krakoa by Xavier mm-hmm. to find out whether or not it's possible to talk to it, he touches the leaves and you see for a second the Warlock Phalanx technology. Yeah. Um, and initially it was thought that he was just communicating, but he was dropping, I guess, Warlock off. Yeah. He does that and then calls him forth. Basically. Right. He's exactly. like, hey, buddy. Yeah. What's what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, he's still with Bay. Yes. The Blood Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not familiar with that, it, it's a result of Ten of Swords events. Yep. Um, he's married. Uh, but Warlock's like, she scares me. Yes. And he's like, Me too. Isn't it great? No, that's not a compliment. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so not only does Moira want uh Destiny destroyed in every like possible way oh yes she also is like and i want mystique i think mystique should be pulled from the council yeah and like you can you can spin it however you want but like let's come up with a thing if you wanted to you know like maybe uh it's time for a refresh we're gonna kick like most people off the council and give them an opportunity to like resign or or step down or whatever they're already short two seats yes because gene left yep to join the Mm x-men and um apocalypse is, is gone is in Amen. yes uh, with Genesis and his horsemen mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Um, not you guys, children, his children. <laughs> children have a seat. Um, but she's like, just recommend, I know you have to fill those two spots, but that like, maybe this is a good time for that kind of thing. Exactly. And they do, they present it to the council and they're like, Hey, like maybe this is an opportunity for you to like actually enjoy Krakoa. Take a time yeah, off. Yeah, just you know, like Eric's like, even I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah, I'm not gonna, but like I'm thinking about it. And they're like, Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just uh, it's reeks so hollow. Maybe it's because we have context, but in any case. Exactly. Of course, there's some other things that occur too. Um oh, Bishop's Cy- made of uh, well, Cyclops steps down as captain yep. or commander of the captains, because there are captains for Krakoa who mm-hmm. are like in charge of like keeping the peace and defending it. Yep. Uh he was in charge of them. Magic's also a high-ranking officer there. Yeah. Um, they were going to get another one for somebody left. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Um but um hmm. Cyclops says bring in bishop yes he should be the commander yep um and then psylocke is stepping in yes for gorgon there you go gorgon um was killed during ten of swords i mean he, he was brought back it was brought back wrong different yeah and different well different let's say different not wrong yeah yeah but they say it wrong sometimes. right um so psylocke stepping in which works because she's not on the hellions any longer right, exactly there's no hellions book so might as well put her <laughs> no, in something important there's still like two more issues or something yeah um so that that happens. We also check in with another Hickman creation, the horticulture. Yes, who uh, hooked up? Is it Orcus? I, 
think it's Orcus. Well, like there's a group that's been tracking the go- comings and goings of the Krakoan gates. They discover like, okay, there's something going on. We got a blip. It's obviously Moira, but like they didn't know because nobody knows that she's a mutant. Yeah. And uh, so they, they have, they've got this code and they're like, oh, the code must be wrong. Yes. Yeah, so they like, call oh. the, the horticulture. They're like, well, it's not wrong. Blah, blah, blah. They check it. They refresh it. They're like, oh no, it's actually. Those, those women figure it out immediately. They figure it out immediately. And what's funny is like they then send that information, but that information is being tracked by the X-Men. Yep. Who are then like, I guess where that's that's where it goes to Charles and, and Xavier, yep. Charles and, and Eric, which was how they know that she's coming and going anyway. Right. But it's good to notice that just because you know that like everybody's spying on everybody else. Like Krakoa is such an opportunity for peace, um, but no one will let it like lie. No, they won't let it just be. Exactly. Um, So the crux of this issue occurs when. Charles and Eric present their information to the Quiet Council. The idea of like, you know, we're still looking for people to fill in, but for right now, we want to give an offering of anyone who might like to step down, you know, like yep. to, to change things up or like, you know, shake it up a little bit there. Um, and we're not going to be worrying about putting new people on right now. You don't have to have a replacement in mind or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just a chance. Think about it. Right. Mystique immediately is like, no, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Fabulous idea. And also like, I, I have a suggestion for someone to join. No, like, like, well, we're not really taking suggestions not, right that's now. That's not that's not this part of the meeting. Like, She's like, well, it is now. I hope you did it. Mystique prepared this. Yep. Like that, like she was gonna do this. Um, and then they took the conversation a totally different way. So she's like, I'm just gonna do it anyway. Yeah. You like, know what? No, I'm no. I don't. I don't care. I've already planned this. No, forget it. No, I got my big reveal here. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she asks for someone to reveal themselves, and they do, and presumably, yep, it's destiny. Right. And so Destiny takes a seat on the ca- on the council, and she's like, "Shall we t- shall we put it to a vote?" Yeah, but she takes the seat that Apocalypse held. Yes, which is like, uh, uh-uh. oh shit, yeah, no, no, you don't get to have Apocalypse's seat. Well, she's taking it. Well, we'll see, and whether or not it's her or not. Right now, that there's actually a great visual. Um, that I'm sure you picked up on a while ago, where it's like there's a lot of reflections. Yeah. In this book. Um, oh, for sure. Now, obviously, she's not impersonating anyone right now no but like i'm thinking that everyone who's reflected or being or doing the reflecting mm-hmm. in each shot is mystique she's like setting things up like there's a scene where cyclops's uh visors have a have a reflection and there's like some there's a bunch of reflections i just think that i thought they just liked drawing it or the Right, here we go, where uh, Xavier goes to see Sinister to yeah. get Destiny's DNA. Yeah. And it's like in his in the blue of his helmet. Right, and, right, right. You know, it, like there's a couple of moments of like of 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 this like we're seeing a false face. Yeah. So I mean it could easily be that this is just a clone that Sinister created because Sinister will make a deal with anybody yeah. if he can get something out of it. Exactly. Obviously he really would like to follow his like his love of the concept of chimera after yes. learning about it from from tarn mm-hmm. um and he has been working on that in hellions right and he was also i believe involved in inferno he was the first one yeah um so we're like i i don't know i don't know she's another like helmeted individual yes um now the the question will be if she is just a clone that does she, what memories does she have? Yeah. And what ability does she have? And how will Charles and Eric deal with having her there or like Moyer's obvious desire to get her off? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't 
get rid of her, we actually made her a member of the Quiet Council. Like that's going to be a huge issue that I can't wait to see more. Well, they have to they have to vote. Yeah, there has to be a vote. Right, but they're going to vote against her, and like it's not going to work for them. Or they're going to vote for her and be like, "Don't worry, more." Well, the other thing too is, don't forget, I believe. I don't know how much the White Queen knows. She has some knowledge. Yeah. She's on the Quiet Council. Um, they do need to have a vote. This could be just the chance in which Xavier just uses his powers. Right. That'd be great. Like to influence certain individuals to vote a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Although you're with Destiny, so you probably, if it is her and she does have her power, she already knows how it's going to shake out. True. So. It's cool. I had a great time reading this book. I was yeah, like, what? I did, I did too. No, I, I absolutely did. I'm just sad that like, are we going to, are we going to reveal Moira? Because if once you reveal Moira to Krakoa. Everyone, yeah. And everyone. If you reveal it to Krakoa, you reveal it to everyone. Yeah, like, there's no exactly. way that they're not going to find out. The world's not going to find out. And then she becomes the most valuable targeted individual yeah, on the planet. Absolutely. And Destiny, it's funny, like Mystique and and destiny are an interesting duo here because destiny seemingly knows the future and yet put moira in very specific positioning yeah so i'm like how far into the future can you see because this woman has lived lifetimes and all she wants to do is try now to help mutantum and it always fails and then you have mystique who doesn't necessarily know any of this right and doesn't necessarily know the harm that she's causing no now am i saying i agree with what moira and charles and eric are doing no i don't necessarily agree with this at all no um but i understand it i understand why they take the actions that they're taking yeah um yeah theories i I have no theories i have no theories i don't want to have any theories okay because i do have a big theory from this as a result and i won't talk about it but like no go ahead no share with them it's fine no it's fine i'm just like share i think that this whole thing is moira never plan on saving mutants I think she just wants to end mutants. I think we reinforce oh. the thing. She's like, no, this whole thing is an elaborate plan for me to end, to to reinforce my cure for mutantism. I don't think so, because if that were the case, if like all she cared about was not having her powers anymore, because the fact- Well, she just die. She, yeah, she's just miserable. No, she's not she trying just... to do that. She's trying to end them. Like she is Orcus. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not too. Because that would be immensely unsatisfying. Right. And like, I mean, good kudos to her for playing the long game. I mean, it's like 10 lifetimes long. But it doesn't matter. Like, that's what, what I don't, I, I, I hope that's not what it is because the fact is she knows no matter what path, it's how it's going to end up. So who cares? Right. So like, why would she go to this trouble? Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Also, Orcus has collected at least like 10 different skeletons. They've got so Wolverine, many Wolverine skeletons. Which is not good. It means they can make a bunch of Wolverines, or at the very least, they have a ton of adamantium. They could make Nimrod an exoskeleton of adamantium now. Cool. So, it's cool. It's got a lot a lot of moving parts. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. But I dig it. I do too. Uh, Hickman presents it in such a, like, a, a way in which you're reading it, and like afterwards, you're like, whew. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, while I was reading it, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, Dan Wesley with a super sticker. Thanks a lot, Dan. Uh, Fat Snorlax, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 72 definitely feels like a, yet another writer has an idea, but has hijacked by editorial scenario. Sucks. Does Mephisto really need another reason to mess with Peter? No, he doesn't. So I've got a question for you. Yeah. Have we talked about this before? Am I having deja vu or mm-hmm. not? Because I, I feel like we didn't, but I, I might have already talked about this before. Since the five can create anyone anyone right and then you know you can utilize 
the backups from um, Cerebro to bring someone back. Yes. What if they have a second Moira? Right. What does that mean? Well, how many Moiras do they have? I mean, I don't think that Cerebro can can reach back through time. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, what if they made a backup Moira? Like, if one of them dies, oh, yeah. does that reset? Does or, that reset all that... the Moiras? Or does... Yeah. Hmm. Like, does she have 10 more lives? Well, no, I'm just literally thinking, like, if they just keep copying Moiras because they make it never end. I guess they could. Like, as long it, like is it is the rule, like, as long as there's one Moira in the timeline. Right. That the powers don't kick in. I'm guessing hmm. not. I don't know. Because it's her power. Right. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Anyway. That's a cool idea. Is it? I think so. Or at the very least, it's cool to think about. It's like messed up. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> that really, well, it, it, it adds this other dimension to Hickman's story. <gasps> Uh, Sean Conwell, given what they're doing when the movies and other media, Peter should just start getting into magical arts of Doctor Strange, make them a little more interesting. While Miles does the regular Spider-Man stuff, uh, yeah, they should do a like you know what if or like sixteen oh two esque book, yeah, where it like takes place kind of like Amazing Fantasy right now, where it's like in a mystical setting. It could be in the past or it could be in like a totally different style of realm, yeah, in which Peter Parker ends up being a, like an apprentice. Yeah. To... Of, of sources of, of the sources. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Nick Smith. Uh, Venom two is the superhero movie equivalent of face off two over the top actors trying to out overact each other. I loved it, but I can see that others don't. Uh, fair enough. You young Goku over 9,000. Is it me or is more really petty and maybe a bad guy? So I think that it's more the fact that don't forget how, how long this woman has, has lived, lived and how many people she has watched die. Yeah. I think that, that she's working with right now. I, yeah. I think that changes you as a person mm -hmm. um, in, in a way that it, to her, she's like, what if none of this matters? Right. What if at the end it always like, I'll just redo it again. Right. Do it all over Destiny again. Said I only have 10, maybe 11 chances. Yeah. Um. So if I met, like, I, I think it's just, to her, it's less about having relationships with anybody and more about just trying to get the outcomes that she needs. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Alex Cash. Hickman only wrote the first four issues of X-Men Infinity Comic. Duggan has written the two most recent. Uh, Agree, it's a little meh. I did enjoy the Captain America Infinity Comic, though. I'll have to check that out. I didn't do that one. Yeah, okay. That that makes more sense. Definitely. Uh, Cameron F., thoughts on New Coke Zero? I think it's better. Uh, it, it, I do like it more. I like the branding on it. I like the red can. I know you do. Yeah, I, I, I it's growing on me. Uh, Death Insanity isn't Mayday Parker dead in the 616 timeline? Killed by Norman Osborn, made stillborn, right? If the, so, isn't that Annie? Also, the hair is red, not brown. Um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. First of all, Annie's nothing. Secondly, uh, it was ne it, like it was switched with a stillborn. Like no one's gonna, n no one who works at Marvel now remembers or cares. Yeah. young goku of 9000 also why wouldn't you just why wouldn't you want destiny on your team to help the future mutants uh she's on their side it's like what i'm just questioning moira is all i i so here's what i'm thinking is that okay the fewer people who know that moira knows the future the fewer people there are to possibly second guess everything that they're doing yes because it's one thing to just let the future proceed and maybe have a few people gently guiding it, but right. everybody knows that like Moira knows that this could happen or that could happen or whatever could happen. Then like, you're going to have people either a outwardly going out to upset that timeline yes. or to change something, which could make something worse or the people who are afraid to do anything yeah. for fear of causing that. Exactly. So I, I, I feel like that might be why 
Yeah, no, like, it's, it's time travel rules. Like, you don't tell anyone you're a time traveler oof. because you have a roadmap. If yeah. you tell people what's happening, they right. will disrupt the roadmap, however well, subtle, but it'll completely change the future. Also, Destiny has a very, like, they their goals may align, but I think Destiny has a different approach to achieving those goals. Yeah, well, she's a villain. So, like, yeah, like, she's going to have a very different approach than, yeah. uh, than, than Moira, but certainly than the rest of her colleagues. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, if she was so smart and she was so friggin' from the future or knows what's going to happen, why the hell didn't she come up with Krakoa? <laughs> Uh, new type JB Lee. Uh, does Marvel know what to do with Kamala? She has a bad solo title, a meh video game, and doubts about the TV show. It's sadly fitting that she got hospitalized and her school destroyed and outlawed. I'm sure they do. I mean, like, people seem to enjoy it. I don't really have, I've not heard much in terms of like negativity about the Ms. Marvel book mm. uh, or that character in a long time. Uh, Ryan McKee or McD, sorry, props and love to you guys at. Props and love to y'all at Comic Pop. You got me in uh, big on this new X-Men status quo. And now Inferno number one is the single issue, the first single issue I've ever bought in a decade. Yay! Nice. Well, welcome. I think that was a good issue to check out. To the Inferno. That's right. Now, Inferno did a really good job of like catching you up on some stuff. To totally. Hope missed, being like, hey, I get it. It's been a minute. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and yeah, so let's jump into uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. I guess we should, you want to do the recommendations first? You want to do Let Venom 2? Let's do the recommendations. Let's just get through those. Sure. Okay. Uh, obviously, Amazing Spider-Man number 75 is coming out. Uh, I'm going to check that out. I'm not like, you know, duh. Uh, I'm going to check out uh, Dark Ages number two. It's been delayed heavily. It's finally here. Marvel Dark Ages number two. That's coming out, presumably, this Wednesday. Hooray. Mm -hmm. uh, Justice League Infinity number six is uh, four is coming out. That's the DiMatteis Justice League animated series uh, sequel. That's coming out. That's really exciting. Um, and I think that's it. There was a title that I saw that I was like, I, I'm not going to read this, but I do appreciate it. And it's called, are you afraid of the dark side? Um, oh, and I, of course, if you haven't already subscribed to Comicsology Unlimited, there's going to be the first of the three new Scott-tober titles, digitally exclusive through Comicsology that are coming out. The first issue is We Have Demons number one, which is made from the team from Dark Knight's Metal. It's Scott Snyder, it's Greg Capullo, it's John Glapian. Like, it's, everybody is involved in this book, and it's just a completely new original IP. We Have Demons. It features a... Uh, a, a a young woman and she is inheriting the family business to do dope ass stuff. I don't want to spoil anything about it. It's a really fun read. I went in cold. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's also uh, mature readers. It has uh, it, like, there's actually a warning in the opening. It's like very hokey, but really cute where it's like this move, th this, this book is going to be pushing some boundaries there's going to be gore there's going to be cursing there's going to be blood there's going to be some mature themes and it's going to be about faith nice i was like neat and the the design's fun it's very you know it, it's it's cool so that's coming out uh this week as well so check All that right. out as well tiffany what do you recommend i have so many books that are coming out i know week. you do uh, new mutants number 22 is coming out Excalibur number 24 mm -hmm. and then Hellions number 16. Oh my so, god, so much X-Men. So much X-Men, but also like these books are all getting some canceled, of my <laughs> some of my favorites here. We got Excalibur, Hellions, and I've been digging new mutants as of late. Um, very interested to see what's gonna happen with Gabby, especially in conjunction with Destiny. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also love the fact too that 
you know, Inferno, historically speaking, about Madeline Pryor. Yeah. Havoc wanted her to be able to come back. They yeah. said, that, you know, I just, well, I, just I like yeah. these little echoes here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the Nice House on the Lake, number five. That'll be coming out. Swamp Thing, number eight, for Swamp Thing fans. The Me You Love in the Dark, number three, is coming out, which will be the first one that'll be new for me. Yes. Excited. Um, Defenders, number three, if you're reading that crazy out there Defenders book that I, I really do kind of like. I know it, you it do. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Um, also, because as we're like getting closer to um, Eternals, the movie coming out, uh, we got Eternals books. So we have Eternals, Celestia. Celestia. Celestia, number one. I'm like, did I say that right? Mm -hmm. That's coming out. And then I also want to give a, I can't, I might have to read that. Are you afraid of the dark side? <laughs> I, I can't, I can't even with this. What? Jeremy Hahn, Ed Brisson, Elliot like Halen. I, I have to purchase this. Is yeah. This, is this their Halloween book? It's a one shot. Oh, it's just the Halloween book. It's the Halloween book. Oh, I'm definitely buying that. Oh, do I wait an hour when it's like a dollar? Um, <laughs> also, like, all right. So if you liked the horror comic, remember when, remember, okay, remember when DC had Vertigo and then DC had Vertigo and Black Label and then DC had Vertigo and Black Label that was publishing Hill House books, right? And then they stopped making Hill House books and then they got rid of Vertigo and they were like, everything's black label well, we now? still want to make horror comics that have nothing to do with batman um they made dc horror which we saw the conjuring book come out there's another title that's starting up so we're listen we're in october it's peak spooky season folks i don't know what this is about at all but i just want to give a shout out because i know we do have some folk out there who are always looking for some horror comics um so i want to just blast it out there soul plumber <laughs> number one is coming out from uh the dc horror dc comics D don't know the creative team on this one uh but it's number one it's marcus parks with art by henry zabrowski no, no, no. Uh, it's written by marcus parks henry zabrowski oh, and ben kissel it's written by three people yep my apologies and i think john mccray is, john the, artist, is so. the artist so just you know if you're looking for some horror maybe check that out i don't know yeah are you afraid i know right what the <laughs> hell there's so much more down here and it's just like jeez next week feels like it's gonna be a heavy, heavy it's gonna be a heavy week, week which is on or this week i should say yes this week um which is unfortunate because new york comic-con is coming up that's right that's um, right so new york that, comic-con is coming that up. takes away so much time to read books. oh my god and hey listen like if you are going to be at new york comic-con here's this thing for you uh, come to the Absolute Comics panel. That's me and Benny, the comic store, and are going to be at on Friday uh, at 5.15 p.m. If you want the deets, it's going to be in the stories uh, here on the YouTube channel of Comic Pop Returns and Comic Pop Prime. You're also going to find it if Instagram ever comes back there and also, of course, on Twitter and uh, and Discord and everywhere else we can find us on socials. Those are all in the doobly-doo below our video, so make sure to click on that and find out what we're doing and where we are. Uh, but we will be at New York Comic Con at least Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so we'll hopefully see you there. If you do see us, make a socially distanced hello, and we'll look forward to taking a picture with you and hanging out with you. Um, mm -hmm. Gotham City Critics says, will the Life Foundation symbiotes ever be good? Uh, if you mean good as in, like, good guys... Uh, as in heroes, I doubt it. And if you say good, as in like they're going to be cool, again, no. Uh, so there you have it. Let's jump into Venom 2. Let there be carnage. And why shouldn't we let there be carnage? Because, I mean, it is time for some carnage here. Uh, Venom... I don't know why when you said that, my brain put in the theme, like the opening theme for Attack on Titan. 
That like, sounds let good. Let there be carnage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage, uh, directed by Andy Serkis, starring Tom Hardy and, of course, uh, Woody Harrelson. This is a much anticipated sequel to the original Venom film, uh, which we saw at least a year after it came out, thanks to uh, streaming services. Yeah. And uh, having seen the first Venom movie, uh, I thought it was fine. It was like a decent enough, you know, origin story separate from the MCU. So it gets to do its own thing, gets to have its, it's own ideas, its own and uh, and it gets to explore some more like darker or at the very least more like boundary pushing uh, rating element. Uh, that the MCU just doesn't get to do. So, you know, that was, uh, you know, it did what it wanted to do. It set up a new franchise and it uh, established Venom as an anti-hero for a new generation. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a sequel a couple years later. Here we are, Venom, let there be carnage. Um, I think that uh, ultimately, if you're just running out to the theater and you don't really, if you're not really sure if you should check it out, I would say it's probably worth waiting until it's on streaming, uh, but it might be worth checking out because it is a spectacle and a half. Uh, I will say if you are a theater junkie and you love the immersive experience, we saw it in a Dolby theater and it is the loudest movie I've ever seen. I, I was like, I love the Dolby theater. I know me I too. I don't know if it was just our seats. Right. But it was just it, so And loud. let's be honest. Like I have, I have, okay. There's a little something about Tiffany. I have really weird ear canals. And like it makes sometimes hearing not Difficult. so, so easy for me at times. I, I don't have hearing loss, but like sometimes it's just hard I, I literally had my hand pushed up against my left ear for part of it yeah. to muffle it. Oh, there was a moment where sh where, where uh, a character is about to use a power that would be loud. No spoilers right now. I will get into spoilers in a minute. And they, they primed up. I'm like, I just, I, I had to. And I yeah. felt like an old person. But I like, did too. But it was very loud. But we've done Dolby before. And I saw, I don't know if that was a the movie's fault or the, the theater's fault. I will say uh, from another person who saw the movie, and didn't see it in the Dolby Theater, they said it was really loud. Okay, so like maybe Dolby wasn't the best call, although it had the most comfortable seats. Uh, easily. Well, plus <laughs> it's assigned seating and you could distance and it was great. Yeah, that worked out really well. But yeah, so I recommend it on streaming. Tiffany, do you recommend it? I would say if you were a huge fan of the first one. Yeah. And you feel safe and you want to go for it, I think you'll probably enjoy this. No doubt. If you loved Venom, yeah, you'll probably enjoy this I think because you probably will. the I, tone is a little bit shifted. It's a little different from the last a, one. It is a little different for sure. Yeah, for 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 certain there. Um, but I think you might enjoy it. Yeah, it is short though. That's the other thing too. It is. You're not. It's less than I think it's less than ninety minutes. I think it's like eighty something minutes. I I saw maybe, I don't know. I don't know that I I can't tell you for certain. But it is on the shorter side too. So consider that as well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now we can get into the spoilers. All right. So mm -hmm. the riffraff is gone. Let's jump into it. Um, Venom, let there be carnage. It is obviously going to be a carnage origin. It's going to be expounding on some of the ideas. I think our episode is longer than carnage. Easily. Yeah. No, this episode is longer than Venom, oh, let there Lord. be carnage. Uh, but uh, yeah, we introduce carnage. We introduce carnage's love interest, Shriek, who, of course, if you are a carnage fan from the 90s and you remember Shriek, uh, it introduces that those are the things those are the things that are in the movie also uh there is an allusion to toxin another offspring of uh not venom but from Ven i think it's i think is toxin venom's grandson but in any case there is another symbiote <laughs> uh, implication because of course the detective who uh would ultimately be the host of the original host for toxin would uh be introduced in this movie mm -hmm. um so you get that as well um 
and also changes a lot of the origins. Like it changes a lot of the origins for everybody. Carnage, uh, Shriek, uh, Eddie, Mm -hmm. uh, Venom, uh, everyone. Literally everybody in the Venom mythos gets a different origin. Uh, And, you know, to to fit the narrative, which Mm -hmm. I get. You can't just do the thing, right, from the comics. I mean, obviously you can, but like no one in Hollywood's going to do that. Mm -hmm. So like, I get that. And I I, I expected that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I expected like, word of mouth to influence this movie in a big bad way people loved the interplay between tom hardy and himself yes from the first movie so like you'd expect that to get ratcheted up uh people love carnage why do they love carnage because like he's basically joker you know he's an anarchist he hate he 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 loves carnage uh chaos he loves killing people so you're gonna see that uh what else do you need and i feel like that's kind of it and that's kind of what you get with this movie because there is no like b plot like it is the movie. The movie is Venom fights Carnage eventually. Yes. That's really what it is. Right. Yeah. And if you want to follow like Eddie, there's a little bit of an Eddie plot where it's like Eddie succeeds one time. Like he is handed an opportunity to succeed in his career, such that it is. We don't really get to see much of it at all. No. And we see that influence his relationships and his outlook and uh and and how that affects his relationship with the symbiote yes uh there's oh i I think don't get me wrong i think there might be an element a theme where it's kind of about abusive relationships i think that like ultimately this movie is supposed to be sony's like make it a fight but i think that the the circus hardy their co-writer uh i think they want to talk about like abusive relationships and because of like maybe studio interference or maybe just the desire to have it be fun uh it kind of gets lost because like eddie and venom are in a abusive relationship there's even a scene where eddie points at venom and says this is abuse this is an abusive relationship we see that carnage is in an abusive relationship with himself and also shriek because shriek has this one thing that makes her special, her shriek powers, and Carnage hates that and wants to kill her for it. Yeah. So, like, that's abusive, too. That's it's funny. It's not... I, yes, I see right, that. Like, but, that, you see, superficially, yeah, that's there. That, but, like, what I, does it say about that? I thought it was, like, okay, so it doesn't work with the, the Cletus Cassidy stuff, but I assumed that what they were trying to say with Eddie was that, like, Eddie is an incomplete human. Yes. And like his only like his only reason for being is to become whole. Mm-hmm. And the only reason to make that occur is with Venom. Right. Because as we see in the movie, he's the only individual that who Venom can keep alive. Yes, that's right. That's right. He's the only one who can handle like they, the symbiote. They, they fit. Like they they're fit. they're two they're two pieces of a of a, a puzzle that came together in yes. just the right way. Um, but that Eddie only succeeds because of Venom. Right. And Venom can only exist or survive on this planet with Eddie. Yeah. Now, that doesn't necessarily work with the mirroring of Cletus and Carnage. No. But. But that's there. It's there. But also Carnage has to be in the movie. Yes. And I'm glad he is because, like, I think ultimately, if I'm going to see a Venom movie, I hope it's venom fighting carnage see i i okay yeah because that's what we're here for 
I mean, especially I, if the I, movie's called Let There Be. Cold. I would be here to see Venom interacting with Spider-Man. But I would have I expected that, that, but since um, that's not a possible well, for now, well, and I got a movie where that happened, yeah. and I didn't like that either. That's fair. So is you know what? Let's yeah. try it your way, yeah, Sony. This, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there. Are, let's let's talk about some good. I uh, I thought that the uh, Michelle Williams who plays Anne. Mm-hmm. Nice job. She's fun. She's uh, I feel I feel bad for her because like she is a fifth wheel as she was in the last movie. She but she's like has to be because she's like Eddie's ex. She doesn't have a whole lot to work with. And if I'm being honest, I feel like she may have had more because yeah. this movie felt kind of hacked. Like, and I don't mean like hacky. I mean, like, it feels like the editor went at it with like a machete. Oh, an 88 minute runtime is a thing that doesn't exist in today's world, especially when it comes to a superhero franchise film. There's no way there isn't a longer version of this I don't movie. think it's 88 minutes. Well, in any case, it's under 90. So we, went at, we got at it around 11. Yeah. And we went at 9. And, and there's, was, a thir- there there's 30, 30 minutes There of, was literally of 30 minutes of, of trail. I was yeah. like, I've forgotten. Right. I'd forgotten. What the hell we were even tra- seeing. How many trailers there yeah, were. It was probably so, like yeah, 10. okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably it's I I yeah, but because there's no post credits, there's a mid credits, but there's no post credits, so you don't have to stay for the credits. Right, but yeah, like I, I you I felt like it was you could feel edits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. You could feel edits, and if if we're getting into speculator territory, sure, you could feel reshoots. I didn't feel reshoots. I definitely felt the edits. I felt like there were more. There was more to do for certain characters that didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at some point we'll see them, but yeah. Right. Well, or maybe never. Or maybe never. But we'll talk about that. Well, sometimes they like release it, like deleted scenes. Oh, and it's sh- like, oh sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. That or you'll get thing. the circus cut. <laughs> I don't want the circus cut. No. And when you say that, all I can think of is clowns. Yes. Um, <laughs> circus with an S, not a C. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a coworker who um, he he likes you know superhero movies you know we like franchise pictures he likes likes, uh, sci-fi that kind of thing. yeah all those kinds of things um and honestly like you know married two kids right um they're into it oh they're into his 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 hobby and yeah they're they're into they're into the movies they're they 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 watch the like all different shows on both sides of the you know oh sure doesn't matter right Mm -hmm. video game fans right yeah he told me i was like oh you guys gonna go see this at some point possibly and he was like the only person in my household who's excited for this is my teenage son. Right. And I get it. Totally. And like, and I get it. And I want to say that because I, this movie is literally not for me. Absolutely. It's not for me. And like, I knew that watching, I kind of knew that going into it. So like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, point out every single thing that I'm like, Rawr, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, I get it. Right. Like, it's not the type of movie for me. Exactly. Because exactly. I do like this kind of thing. Right. Typically. Yeah. I even like cheesy, terrible, bad movies. Like right. there's something about certain movies that I'm like, blah, ha, ha. but this yeah. movie just, I get, and but I do understand that like folk like it. Yes. And like, there could be something there. Yeah. Like in terms of like a wink and a nod. Right. That I'm not sure if everybody producing the movie is on the same page. Yes, uh, I think I think and again, it's speculation only, but uh, I think that Circus Hardy, the, the creatives involved in this movie were setting out to make a subversive schlocky B movie. Yeah, I think they were like having fun with the material 
and seeing just how far they could go with it. I cite the characterization of Cletus Cassidy, the portrayal of his relationship with Shriek, his upbringing, uh, the behavior between Venom and Eddie, uh, the relationship between Eddie, Anne, and Dan, mm-hmm. the fact that Anne and Dan rhyme, the fact that uh, Carnage's power set is so all over the place, yes. but like in a deliberately comedic way. You know, he doesn't like make dicks with his, you know, proboscises, but he does make like a whirling dervish tornado, mm-hmm. which never comes up again. And it has its own gravitational pull. And you can only do that in a movie that is deliberately trying to make you laugh yeah. with its with its ridiculousness. With how far can we push it? Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, like, and from the trailer, you know, that's the tone. Like yeah. and Venom, they... Venom, the symbiote singing, let's call the whole thing off and making like the world's biggest, like, you know, morning after breakfast. Yep. Is supposed to tell you a story about what to expect from the sure movie. i mean they even you know the i and i don't know why they did this but sony released the sequence where, where Clutus, carnage where yeah Clutus becomes carnage yes. and then like go and like they they showed a large portion of that scene yeah they showed the whole scene up until his breakout yes yeah so it was like okay so we knew yeah we already knew but i i i, I am hesitant to think or reticent to think that Everyone involved at a higher level, like a producer level or or, or an executive producer, like yeah. the studio, studio executive. Level. Yeah, the studio understood that. Yes. Necessarily. They did not. Or at the very least, maybe they were like, we'll tell you that you can have the movie you want. But at the end of the day, this is a franchise picture that we're making. And we do need to not even hit the beats, but more do what we think the audience wants and expects. Because like. I think that the word of mouth about Venom 1 was it's really silly and goofy. And if you turn your brain off, you'll enjoy it. And Tom Hardy acting against himself is funny and enjoyable. Right. And so they're like, okay, well, you can ratchet that up. Yeah, we'll lean into it. We'll lean into that. But also, like, I'm not going to deliberately make the mask again. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not quite like... Tommy Wiseau making the room and then leaning into it. Into it being a dark comedy. Like like then trying to make something else. Right. Or like Birdemic. Birdemic. Birdemic Birdemic 2 is someone who's very aware they made Birdemic. It's not quite that. No. Because I think a lot of the people involved with it originally had that thought. Yeah. I think so. And not everyone was on the same page, but now more people are understanding of that. Yeah. They're just making a very different style of movie. And you know, again, we're in spoiler territory and then got rid of a character that could then be utile. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like you're setting was, up the biggest was, villain in, in Venom's history. I was history. surprised by that, that they would let that occur. Yeah. But I can't tell if that is also like a wink and a nod to superhero films doing that. Right. I don't think so. I um, think that was an, because of what he says right before that. Right. 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 Because carnage's motivations are kind of all over the place despite how and that's and that's dimensionally easy that could have been and that's why i am also wondering if there wasn't more to it more involved because like they tell carnage's story in an animated form which i'm sure was like them like thinking like spider-verse yes um when they did it by the way great animation sequence i gotta say like really fluid super fun right but like we get carnage like we get cletus cassidy a little bit at the beginning and yep. then we get that and then right at the end at like in the third act we get like a 
like, oh, this is really what my motivation's all about. And for me, I just don't buy it. But don't buy I think it. because we're missing footage. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And that's okay. the thing is like, we got this movie and it's like a short ass movie. And I don't like at the end of the day, you do judge a movie by what you get. And what we got was a movie where a character's motivations are mm -hmm. unclear at best and hacky slash poorly executed at worst. And uh, so whether they meant for him to have any motivations or not, like it, it's unfortunately irrelevant. Yes. I feel like, cause I feel like the sincerity by which Woody Harrelson performs his, his finale in this movie yeah. uh, suggests that they, they didn't go for the joke. It wasn't like they were trying to lean into like, we were friends. Like we, you know, like let's, you know, I'm in on it. Right. I don't think he was in on it. I think that was like, this is no that's what it says on the page that's his motivation and it just doesn't it doesn't ring it just doesn't ring authentic no no no, uh, no. so that that was an issue for me uh there were a number of issues for me you might say that like most of the movie was an issue for me but like you said this isn't a movie for me it's not for me and like and i get that so like i don't i don't listen i don't want to hear folks i don't want to i don't want to be reading comments like you guys are haters blah 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 no, i'm telling you right now i recognize that this isn't a movie for me right well then why review it because if I don't, then you're going to say you didn't talk about it. Do you see what you've done here? So now you're getting this. So either listen to it or don't. I can't make you not listen to this. Right. I can also can't make you listen to it. Like, it's but totally like, up to, like, you know, the person. We had to be informed. So we went and saw it. Yeah. Well, also, right? like, we, we're going to, just because we disagree doesn't mean that uh, we're ragging on you and your personal taste. And nope. Not at all. And I, and I will say, like, like. Could you imagine if there are only, like, three directors? Right. Because it was, like we all like the same things. And so we only, we get, we have three directors or we have one director and they make all the movies until <laughs> yeah. they die. And then another person comes in because we all like the same. And they thing. were like an apprentice. And so it just makes the same movie. Right. So it's like, no, the reason there are so many directors out there, the reason there's so many DOPs out there, the, the reason there are so many writers out there and painters and artists and songwriters and anything else is mm -hmm. because we all have different tastes, even food. You right. know what I mean? Like just because you like one thing that I don't, doesn't mean that's bad True. or I'm bad. Right. Like, right. I will say uh, I, I did not have a good time watching this movie. I think I, I can say that with with certainty. I fear that the 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 attempts at humor don't quite reach what they thought was what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think that they were like, this is going to land. And it didn't. I don't remember. We we had, we had a pretty. It wasn't a packed house, but it was a pretty. There were people in there. there. I didn't, I didn't hear there. like uproarious laughter. I didn't However, hear any laughter. There was so much sound. There was so much sound. I couldn't I hear a damn I thing. I can't say that for sure. And we were also several seats away from everyone. Yeah, but I, I there were a few moments that like were deliberately like humorous, and right. and they didn't they didn't quite. Work. I got. I definitely like. You might have chuckled a little bit. I'm not a big out loud laugher. Mm. Typically, you know what I mean? That's yeah, just yeah, not yeah. me. I did laugh out loud at the sequence where Carnage turns into the Tasmanian devil. Well, yeah. I meant like there were a couple of moments like I were they I, meant for you to laugh and Yeah, you did. I actually really enjoyed when like Anne had Venom. Yeah. And like he's saying things and she just paraphrases it to something else. That's that was actually yeah, and like, that's, I was like, that's cute. I like that. That was one of those things where I'm like, hey, Mich the, the, you there you go. You got a you got a thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, Mrs. Chen was fun. You know, like yes. she does a nice job with it. Yes. Oh, we lost our background. Ta-da! It's a TV. We got you. Oh, we you figured it out. Is it still gonna <laughs> yeah. be up? Maybe. If I do it, I don't know. So, like I said, I just I recognize that this is not 
No, it's not. No. So I'm just going to turn it off. That's fair. Um, it's not a movie for me. No. It, it, it wasn't for me. But like, and if you liked it, that's cool. It doesn't take away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take away from anything else that I enjoy. Right, right. And hopefully my not like, you know, meeting at, at an airport with a with an open hug mm-hmm. and a kiss on the cheek doesn't mean that it takes away from no. your enjoyment of it. Right. And I, and I, I can see a, a whole group of people who probably really, really enjoyed this movie. Sure. Um, and I'm glad you did. And I'm glad it's for you. And I think that like Sony's learned a lesson to keep making movies like this. So they're going to do that. And yeah. like, and it's so different from like into the spider verse that I'm not like worried that it's like going to somehow infect the process and make weird no, like venom the, movies from now on there is like a little infection there is a little infection <laughs> uh and that is the like post credit or mid credit scene mid credit so the mid credit scene is that uh eddie was transported to the mcu that's that's the friggin mcu like connection is that like eddie is in one ho- he's, he's in a he's in like a divey uh, mexican like hotel room and then he blinks and he's now in a, like a nicer hotel room it's funny because like it almost could be like uh, its own kind of metaphor where it's like, I went from this like dingy old disgusting thing to this like pretty more expensive place. So that was for me the most like baffling, no wink and nod moment. Once I came to realize what was occurring because years ago when my um, family, my grandfather took a whole bunch of my family to Disney world, we stayed at um, one of the on like resort hotels. It was very nice. I could never do it again, um, <laughs> except for when we got married. Um, but at the time, when you got turned down service or room service, they would make a little towel animal for you. Yeah. And they were there. And yeah. it was like, for me, I, am, in Disney I World. immediately associated with it. He's in Disney's world. Yeah. He might be. That Not Disney be... World, but Disney, comma. Yes. Disney's like universe. The, like their world. And I yeah. was like, ha, huh, I don't think that's necessarily what they were doing. But for me personally, I was like, huh. That, that's that, cute that might yeah. be a thing i don't know that's kind of brilliant. i know hotels do that it's kind of yeah say now right um but i just remember that yeah and that i thought was so cute yeah um yeah yeah uh also so, yeah and so we're, we're gonna like reverse integrate spider-man into venom venom seemingly not. is in his own and and there's like speculation about like what it means well and i read someplace that like andy circus didn't know what the post credit scene was going to be to like 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 a week before they days dropped it. before they yeah. dropped it because of like i guess not wanting to reveal anything from spider-man so the fact is we don't i say 100 nobody knows what this means no because they may not be able to actually tell you what it means in that without ruining oh, something and it's because i think people are starting to wonder like will venom be in no right. way home i say no Right. Because there's just no time. Right. Or is it just like a little like, ha, because he's a spider character. We're, we're showing him Spider-Man and that's it. Right. And no, then... no, they're they're setting it up. Venom 3 will be him fighting Spider-Man. There's no way it's not. You think he's not going to go back? No. I well, here's the thing. I think he will go back after he fights Spider-Man. I So I was thinking that he might go back immediately, like whenever, if or whatever is fixed, because who knows what this is going, what, what Spider-Man right. will bring us, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes back. Maybe... The symbiote's like, I have to find him. Mm. Or maybe I just like spiders now, so now I have the logo. Right? There's something about it that like, yeah. stirs something within him. Well, he definitely licks the screen when he sees Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Yeah. So like, there is some that, kind of like... That guy. That guy. That being said, I, my theory is that he's here now. Mm-hmm. 
to stay. That's why he said goodbye to Anne at the end. Like he was never going to see her again. And right. why he's like, we have to go on the run, even though like I had a big climactic fight as Venom on a launch pad for like a rocket in the last movie. And that didn't get me yeah, arrested yeah, yeah. by the cops, but I had a secret quiet fight in a church surrounded by nobody. And that got me like <laughs> chased by the cops. But uh, he has to go on the run. He has to leave. I was really disappointed, by the way. Uh, there's a cute little like moment where he's on a beach at the end. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, man, like when he was on the exile island in uh, the Spider-Man comics. That was kind of cute. But also for me, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, when he, they're like, we have to go on the run. I was thinking maybe he'll go to the under. I thought the Ground same city. thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, what a great status quo. He's going to become the lethal protector for the friggin' subterranean dwellers from San Francisco. Nope. He just goes to the MCU instead. Uh, the fact that like, well, that would be hilarious too, because like venom went to that, like, the like masquerade, whatever costume thing. Yes. Oh, the, the gay nightclub. That's what it is. It was a nightclub. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, I thought it was like literally an underground, like they were underground. They're having a party. Yeah. I thought it was an underground thing. Yeah. Like, no, literally. And I thought that'd be hilarious if he brought him back there. Right. It's just, it was like a, like a pop-up party kind of thing. And right. they're gone. Right. And it's, it leads them to, to like horses, you know, like horse drawn carriages and stuff. Yeah. It'd be amazing. So like the underground, whatever. Like, I wish it was. I was like, Venom knows that that's, yeah, there. that's I there. I didn't put together. Eddie, you're going to love this place. I promise. It's going to be awesome. I got all these glow sticks. I didn't put together. It was a nightclub. I yeah. thought it was like. I, it might have been a pop-up nightclub, but it was like, it, I, it's, it's. Yeah. I thought it was specifically underground. I don't know why I thought that. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. And not like underground. Because like that's that. the thing is like, for me, I'm like, this movie ain't for me. I didn't have a blast during most of it, but I appreciate that it's its own franchise and it's doing its own thing. And it has like, you, you did it, Sony. Like you've succeeded. You've congratulations. You've managed to make Venom into a franchise mm -hmm. and you have no fewer then six more symbiotes after Carnage because yes, Venom kills Carnage at the end, which is like, what? Uh, and an implication of Null in the mid-credits scene where he's like, oh, you don't know. I've been, a, you know, yeah, I'm old. Like, and there's Null, Null's coming. Whole not, whole, like the, not, the, the hive mind. Yeah, Null yeah. is coming. And like, there's no way that that's not going to happen. And But like now maybe he won't or maybe he'll go through the multiverse to do it. Like maybe the MC will have to do with Null. I don't know. Yeah, like you know maybe somehow the carnage symbiote will get back out of oh yeah he'll and, and use it. the corpse there you go there you go or we'll do carnage all over again new mcu version of carnage oh sure or or maybe venom will only be in the mcu to fight spider-man and then go back to his franchise right i don't i don't know i don't know and i don't I, here's the problem about all this any speculation is you're right i don't think they know either i don't think they do i think they have no idea i think they just did it well no, I, I think that Sony knows what they're going to do or like they, they obviously know what happens in Spider-Man, um, but I think they're trying to tiptoe around leaking anything. I think that this is better than the alternative because I was worried that they were going to put Peter in the Venom universe mm. and I'll take this more. Right. So that's fine. Plus, like, we're no strangers to multiversal symbiotes, you know, like... Mm -hmm. So that'll be neat to see, I guess, if they do it. I think that if you do, you will see Venom in a mid-credits sequence at the end of No Way Home. Be I think you're right. Because if they shot that, like, and they might have shot it with this year, mm -hmm. they could shoot something else. That's mm -hmm. like just even more of like just a breadcrumb. It's not a scene. Right. So it's like a sequence that they like shoot really quick that they could get to move on to the next mm -hmm. thing. Because I think Venom 3 will be Spider-Man. I think if you do... Because Venom 3 should be Carnage. 
but since they did Carnage in two, you got to go Spider-Man. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't think this is a great movie, but I do think that if you like Venom, you're going to enjoy it. So I do recommend it on streaming. Um, yeah. And I, I look forward to seeing if there are any like further deleted scenes that might bolster some of the. Yeah. Some of the plot or yeah, some of the character motivations. Or, yeah. Or like some of that, like, I, I, look, it's an action movie. So like, I'm not like, I'm not necessarily looking for like, you for know, more depth more or, depth or of subtext or anything like that. What, what I did struggle with was it did, it felt a little chaotic. It did. Which, and it's cards movie. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it have no structure and be all over the place? Uh, Deb M says, uh, loved Inferno. Kind of wish it was called something X so it would fit neatly. Yeah. Even though Inferno is a great title. It is. Hope Omnibus is called Book of X. That'd be great. I agree. That'd be fine. I agree with you on like every respect. Uh, Jordan Cooper. Hey, guys. So good to catch you guys live. No question. Just want to say hi. Hope hi. all the team well, is so Comic Pop is doing well. We are. Thank you very much, man. Uh, why try I sweat? Do you think Venom will now be in Spider-Man No Way Home? I think he'll be in a mid credit scene, but no, I do not think he'll be in the movie. Mm. Uh, RK, getting here late. Hate that I missed the weird Batman reptilian stuff, but glad I could support you guys. Well, we're glad that you were able to join I us. I didn't go too much into it. I did just say that it, it, it's, it's weird. It's a weird book. Exactly. It is a weird book. It is a weird book. Uh, I, I like it. It's yeah. Not, it's not bad. Ryan McD, any opinion on the crazy theory that Shriek is the introduction of mutants into the MCU due to the mid credit scene shenanigans? No, 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 no. And again, no. No, I don't think so. Uh, Tiffany? No. Cosmic well, Reader. No, because like, I and I and I say no, because again, we... We just left. Literally no one who's saying these things has any idea what's going to happen in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. Or how it's going to be resolved at the end. Yeah. Because like I have my theory as to what's going on in Spider-Man, and that doesn't necessarily like work with what happened with in this mid-credit scene, but it could also be who the hell cares. Right. Because they're just having fun. Yeah. Somebody asked, is it Superman compared to these movies? Superman three, Superman four, or Batman and Robin? It's Batman and Robin. I thought it was Batman and Robin. And here's 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 something a little fun about me. I hate that movie. Yeah. But I will also watch it. Right. See, I won't, but I do hate that. I movie. think it's hot garbage. It is. But like sometimes I'm like, let there be garbage. Let there be garbage. <laughs> um, not my review of, of the card movie necessarily. On the poster. On the poster. No, but like, so like if anyone's giving me a hard time about the, this movie, just understand that like I do like trashy things. Yeah. But I don't expect anyone else to like them. No. And I'm not saying that this is trash. I just like things that I'm like, I know someone it, thinks that that's bad. It is schlock. Like, I guarantee you, if Mike Staclasa saw it, he loved it. Sure. There's no question, because he's like, this is not samey. It is not like, I, uh, yes. Right. This was the malignant of superhero movies. Cosmic Reader, uh, quick question. Is Shriek a mutant? Because she does uh, about her have a mutation. No, I don't think so. Well, we also don't know. Yeah, Because we, don't we know. meet them in boarding school or reform school. Mm-hmm which I guess they were in there for longer than most people because of how old. Well, and also like, you know, yeah. Cause in 1996, that's when it's set. Uh, Cleus Cassidy is like a boy, but that couldn't be because Woody Harrelson was a full grown adult in the eighties during on cheers. Joey Amorum says, listen, Cleus had a rough life. He's got some city miles. He's, yeah. He's got some serious city, carnage miles. Some city Symbi serial miles. killer miles on him. <laughs> I heard YouTubers say this, and I don't think it's ridiculous. Do you think this crossover was part of Disney and Sony's deal to keep Spider-Man in the MCU? I don't think so. I, I think that it's more like them celebrating the fact they can do it. Like, 
I, I don't know if, because here's the thing. I could, like, Sony I, did I it. I could see it. I could see it too, but like Sony got the money. Like they, like Venom made $800 million. You don't need to put him in the MCU anymore. Like you have your own franchise. You, 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 Wait, but I think they also know that, like, you know, like what, how, what else is he going to fight that doesn't involve symbiotes? Spider Man directly. Right. Just you know? the Life Foundation symbiote. So you got oh, Lasher yeah. and Phage and Toxin and Scream and, Sh and well, Shriek's in there. She died, I think. But like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Bell Agony. Fell on her. She might be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Agony. That's another one. Yeah. Did Hybrid. I did say Phage. Did say I always Phage. say Phage. Phage. Uh, Lee Allen helping us out. Thank, Thank you very much, you. Lee. Oh. And then Lee mentions, uh, love the channels. That's thank both of them. By the way, if you are watching this on youtube.com slash comic pop, make sure to subscribe to comic pop returns. You'll get this show and elseworlds exchange and GBU and letters page. All the other shows that aren't back issues here on comic pop returns. Check it out. Uh, and everything you guys do on them. What's the deal with Hickman and X-Men? Is he still guiding the story? I think it's more like he wrote the roadmap. He, he told them, he probably has like a list of like, don't do this. Please don't do this. Yeah. I'm sure he has like a story Bible now, but like, since he is going to Substack, he won't really have the time yeah but it's only gonna be a year only a year he'll be back we'll see he's only under contract for a year <laughs> uh silvery cricket let's just let us jump let us just jump the shark for venom 3 full-on morgan freeman no i'll take it yeah you kidding me anybody uh yeah i can't think of a null right now but i'll think of one in a minute uh elizabeth russell i like the parts that showed eddie trying to keep venom under control trying to show the more toxic side of the relationship yeah that movie really like leaned into that uh she also mentions i wonder if pat will come back as a villain anti-venom instead of just as toxin wanted to kill eddie because he thinks he's a monster yeah i could see him being anti-venom or them doing some kind of anti-venom thing with him yeah definitely um i don't think we'll see him at least for one or two more movies though and i was not a fan of the actor who played him so like i, I wasn't really either i don't um, i think they'll recast if they need to unfortunately i thought the actor who played him was kind of forgettable easily um unfortunately well forgettable or distinctly not good you know like there were moments where i'm like woof, and then the other times i'm like oh yeah you yeah that was it uh cricket says uh, oh no venom is gonna hate spider-man because he blames him for never seeing his versions of his loved ones ever again yeah right <laughs> what his motivation will be i think it'll just be more like they set it up in this movie like maybe he maybe i can be on him it's i will like i i get it because that is a nod for anyone who for people who read comics you know yeah I mean? you know that like they're like intrinsically tied to one another yeah. right but yeah. like you know venom in this seems to have a he's a desire he's a duality to him he's got a desire to eat brains but also he wants to be a hero right, right? but at the end of the day at, at the end of this movie eddie agreed to that yeah so it's not like he sees a hero doing something heroic and is like that guy yeah he'll eat brains he want, he'll be a hero, and that's what I want to do. Right, what? But no, Eddie already decided to do, he'd do it. Yeah, so there's no reason for him to do that. Maybe he just likes the suit. Adam Thenhaw says, Curveball, do you think Earth-X will ever be referenced on What If? Slash the MCU or will Alex Ross's royalties be too prohibitive? Keep the lights on. Will do. Thank you, Adam. Uh, thank I think you. anything's on the table. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I I don't think right now, but I do think that, like, it's it's inevitable at this point. That they'll it's do it's whatever. Inevitability. Yeah. Uh, separation anxiety is a great title for Venom 3, by the way. What is it? 
no separation anxiety oh i thought that was their, their name yeah listen are you planning a visit to new york comic-con well on saturday october 9th don't forget to check out legendary comic book creators scott snyder and craig capullo as they discuss their first creator-owned title from comicsology originals plus get ready to celebrate scotttober this october with three scott snyder debut titles coming to comicsology unlimited try a 30-day trial of comicsology unlimited and get access to all these scott snyder titles and over forty thousand comics graphic novels and manga go to comicsology.com unlimited to get started today nice big thanks to our to our sponsor today's episode obviously comiXology we really appreciate it thank you all for sponsoring today's episode with your own super chats and asking questions and comments thank you everybody for watching hanging out with us thank you for subscribing to both comic pop and comic pop returns and giving these videos likes we do appreciate it and for uh using your uh your your self-control to be able to watch people who disagree with you but still being able to treat them like human beings as we do with you as well mm -hmm. uh we do appreciate it if you want more go to twitch.tv slash compop follow to watch tiffany play video games on tuesdays and wednesdays uh what are you playing this week i i don't know yet okay because we're supposed to be doing something spooky but also near comic-con so well, i'm gonna figure it out between now and tomorrow everybody yeah yeah uh therio god of rage sorry for the late donation rough day you're both amazing oh, rage on rage on to you too therio thank you so much has is getting better or has come to an end for you and then tomorrow's gonna be a better day agreed agreed thank you all so much for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys next time with all new episode of off the Rack. where'd you get the shirt this shirt uh, actually i got it on uh tpublic.com slash store slash comic pop but i don't think it's there anymore Okay. because i wasn't pleased with them but like you can find it on t public okay. it's just a superman shirt. someone was asking it's a dope I, shirt I, I love it, it i saw it in the chat i, I wish like, i had more on. of them but yes yes it's on t public check it out there yeah um it's just just look up superman and you'll probably find it unless they took it down <laughs> it does look a little it looks the graphic looks stronger digitally like on here on mm -hmm. video than it does on the actual shirt because i'm looking at it i like it i think so it looks awesome go. no it does look good i meant like the print quality it looks vibrant more vibrant oh yes on, well it stands out yeah no that's that's um, part of the reason why i, why I yeah, wear it on more but, videos like, the actual print is fine it is yeah it's fine it's fine you know how it is and uh and mm -hmm. speaking of new york comic-con if you are going to be at new york comic-con we hope you will see you there we're going to be there uh this week thursday friday saturday at least um, and we're doing a panel, not us, unfortunately, but Absolute Comics is doing a panel. Uh, that's myself and Benny, the comic historian, on Friday uh, at 5.15 p.m. All deets are available on various social medias. And uh, if, you don't, if you're not sure, just message us someplace and, and if, I'll let you and know. And if nothing else, you should show up because I'm going to get Ben to come with us and we're going to sit in the audience. And you know Ben's going to yell something. That's right. It's going to be, you're going to get a comic ben, pop experience. Ben will 100% embarrass me in this panel. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to be at the panel or on the panel. I'm going to be sitting in the audience and he will still embarrass yeah, me. Yeah, I promise you, you will get a comic pop experience if you see us in your Comic Con. So <laughs> thanks a lot for watching. We'll see you guys next time. So long. Bye. Bye.